It, it's it's great. It's great. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's these guys are conver- carrying on a conversation during the intro song. I love it. It's great. It works. It's good radio. Yes. Ah, fuck the intro song. Zach Ryder jobs his music quite as well. I think the most important question to ask today. Why in the fuck is TNA having a pay-per-view tonight? Mark, go. <laughs> I honestly have no clue. Correct. Well, there's nothing important else important on tonight, is there? New Simpsons Walking. a new, new Simpsons a new Family Guy, but I know that's oh. not important to a lot of people, especially. Well, I, I'm a week I, behind. I those. I'm, I'm, a, like, I'm, a week, I'm a week behind, so. I, well, there was I'm no episode last behind week. on the Simpsons, um, but they're I'm all like recorded. Five years behind. Well, there was no new episode last week, so if that's all you missed was last week, you didn't miss anything. No, no, I still have two weeks ago. I still okay. Have two weeks. Ago. Okay. What well, what's on tonight is the Dallas Stars losing and being eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? I'm Ducks. Quack quack. <laughs> quack quack. G and I are just rooting for the Ducks out of spite for that damn double C. <laughs> well, that's part, that's actually part of it. Um, the other part of it is that I I would love to see Timu Solani win a cup in his final year as a player because that guy is quite an epic. Uh, example of a hockey athlete and secondly I, I am a, a xenophobe and I hate the United States and by default I want to see that there are two t- uh, best forwards join Team Canada and destroying the United States and the rest of Europe because well fuck Europe um, except the UK Mark it's cool we're cool Commonwealth yo sure. we, we, we were all trying to take over each other for years we, we never actually fought a war against you guys we, uh, we left peacefully <laughs> well, that that's just that's just what we do. That's right. George is on that's his way. That's you. what we do. George is on his way. He'll be here shortly. Uh, we are scheduled to have Prince Al Farat of TCW fame and IHWE Hall of Famer. Uh, he's supposed to be calling in in the second half of the show, but uh, as of right now, our phone system is not working <laughs> at all. Have so, you notified? Uh, the gentleman that it is. Yeah, I, I, I let uh, I, I let Mr. Fuller know because he's our liaison uh, with a lot of these guests, uh, including uh, Prince Alfarat today. Uh, obviously, the IHWE connection there. Uh, Alfarat's going to be at the IHWE experience, which I don't have the information in front of me on when that is at the moment, but we'll get that up. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like crap today. If you can't hear does, it in my voice. Does he have a Skype account? I don't know. Well, let me see. I just got a message. Let's see if it's... That'll be worth a shot. Meanwhile, we will continue scratching our heads until we reach into the innards of our, our head part of our body, which is a great... I, I, I'm, I'm honestly... Like, at this point, I'm honestly just hoping it works by the time he calls because that's all it is, is when I, when I try to call the number and try to answer... Because it comes up that I'm getting a phone call. When I try to answer, it doesn't actually answer. It says it answered, but it doesn't. Uh, so I, I'm just kind of sitting there, and then when I hang up on the other phone that I'm calling in with, it says, uh, oh, we're having a problem with our servers. Please try again later. Like, oh, great. That's fun. I don't know. We'll get them one way or another. If we don't get them now, we'll get them next week. Hopefully we'll get this thing fixed. But, yeah, I, I just started feeling like complete crap 
during the night last night. I, I ended up having to work, and I never work Saturdays, ever. Like, in the last four years, I have not worked a Saturday, except when I worked at Office Max for a little while. Ever! Ever! I actually listened to Talk is Jericho while I was there last night. <laughs> Good show. So what, what you're saying is you're from Winnipeg, damn it. Yes. I, um... Uh, so... Lineal champions of the NHL yes. championship belt. Little <laughs> factoid. So I so I'm at work and I feel like shit and I'm like oh fuck you know <laughs> like I'm starting to feel like shit. I already didn't want to be there and, and I came home and I went to sleep and I got a, and my wife just kind of wakes me up out of nowhere. Uh, on, uh, sadly, her her grandfather is not doing too well, so she kind of woke me up uh, about an hour and a half before showtime. Like, can you give me a ride to the hospital and be with my grandfather? Like, uh. Not really, but uh, yeah, sure. So <laughs> I got I got back about quarter to a quarter after one, and I'm like scrambling to eat and like get in the studio and get everything set up because you guys know when when we get phone calls in, we've been having trouble with you guys being able to hear anything that comes in through the main computer here. So I'm trying to set it up through the other computer so that if we get a phone call, you guys would be able to hear it. Uh. And then, of course, we're having the issue with that. And then George calls me like, Hey, brother, you want anything from the store? I'm on my way. I'll be late. <laughs> like, uh, no. <laughs> Just get here. <laughs> so, yeah. Exciting. Doesn't help that That's... I'm running myself ragged looking for a new job. JT mentioned Geico at the start of the show. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't. Are you not working or anything? Or no, I'm just... I'm working. Uh, I, I just said I worked last night. No, I'm not working. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I work two jobs. I'm freaking. I, I'm in Brain Fart Central right now. So. Oh, I, I I understand. I understand completely because I was doing that for a little while. Dude, the last two last two days, last yeah, all day yesterday, I was running my errands. I literally just I hit the wall and I was just like, I'm at like Target yesterday. I'm like, oh shit. And I went to Taco Bell to have dinner last night. And I'm just like completely like. It's almost like I was on the verge of being blackout drunk, where I'm like. I'm almost slurring my speech. I'm almost forgetting everything. I almost black. It's it's it was one of the weirdest experiences I've had. It's yeah. Gonna, I, well, no, I, I you mentioned Geico, and I was going through the hiring process there, and they actually emailed me yesterday to tell me, nope, sorry, you didn't get the job. So oh, they no hire you, Sheik. You you tell you tell them Sheik, come after them. He, they they humble the Geico. <laughs> He, he, fuck, fuck the Geico Gecko in the with the raisin dick and the rice crispy balls, and I go break Geico Gecko back, make humble. <laughs> I swear, when I was there the other day, I, I thought the uh, I thought I saw the security guy punch the uh, Geico Gecko. They have a little cardboard cut out there, and I was about to I was about to be like, dude, just because he didn't give the M and M any insurance doesn't mean you got to punch him. I would have sodomized that fucking Gecko. Shit. Well, that that's you, George. Well, yeah, that's because that little motherfucker never gave me a job either. So <laughs> I, I know the bitterness that entails well, that. Yeah, he never ever puts anyone over. No, nope. goddamn Geico. It's it's like him. it's like Triple H. <laughs> it's trip. It's Triple Gecko. All the, all you, you, there's there's no insurance for glass ceilings. <laughs> Jesus. So all that the, explains that explains the random um, ASCII. Uh, post from from Joe last night. Well, that now, wasn't I, it. That, I understand. No, that that was because I had to work last that. night. <laughs> yeah, Joe's Joe, Joe's not used to working on a Saturday evening. <laughs> well, I, I, I noticed that. I noticed your post, and I noticed JT answered with a question mark and other random ASCII characters. 
And, um, and, and, and well, you, I, you know what I would have said? Would, no, that would was have just auto-correct. <laughs> I would have said, fuck you, asshole, fucking gecko, gecko, motherfucker. See? Step on you, squish. Splatters. And the, on, well, you know, it, it wasn't even that wasn't even the reason. Like, like when I posted that, I had just gotten to work and I didn't not want to be there. I never work Saturdays ever. Yep. George will verify this. Yep. <laughs> okay. I never. So I got scheduled Saturday and I'm pissed and I'm at work and I'm just like, fuck. I hate this shit. This is fucking bullshit. So I go on on Facebook and I'm th- and the words of my wife are in my head. Don't swear or anything on Facebook because employers check that shit. <laughs> Which my my manager is on Facebook, and he is friends with me on Facebook, so he sees all he probably sees all these posts of me being like, "Yeah, I got this interview today. I got that interview tomorrow." And you notice how he still doesn't give a shit, and he's still being a douchebag because he's an asshole. Exactly. The manager's an asshole. The, the, let me tell you something. S S H O L E. Everybody. S S H O L E. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The, the owner has actually been like really cool to me. Just like you know, I called him like, "What the fuck?" And he goes, "Oh, I didn't know anything about it." <laughs> like you, you didn't. What do you mean? You well, I've been busy with the renovations. I didn't pay much attention. Like, okay, that's that. That's fine. But you know, why? You know, what I didn't ask him was why is the manager then telling me that it was your idea for me to work the weekend? Oh, then then there would be some holy shit going on because well, no, just... you know what? I I am far more inclined to believe the owner. Mm-hmm. I, I really am because because oh, yeah. the, the the manager's shady as fuck. Dude. It's just you know, can't trust I have them. Some fuckers. bad news for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I so you know I got to work and I posted that and um, my buddy uh, well JT of course was the first comment. Uh, my buddy Jordan, who is the uh, ring announcer at Empire State Wrestling, yep. uh, and and Drop the and the uh, yeah and the and the brother of uh, BWF Indie Wrestler of the Year uh, for Jamin. last year, Jamin Olivencia. Well, I, I'm, I'm Jordan just kind of made me feel better because he's like, I can't swear because I have a microphone in my hand at all times. <laughs> That's I, right. and, and, I, and I didn't have the heart to be like, I have a microphone in front of my face at all times, but who the fuck cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, we just kind of... on stands. Our, our, we actually don't our hands. Yeah. Our, listeners, our listeners have learned to expect that from us, though. Yeah. I was actually gotta leave our hands open and free, so, so I can play with my dick. I was actually trying. I actually commented on it for some reason. That was autocorrect. <laughs> yeah, that, that was weird. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay, JT's trying to you know respond to exactly what I'm posting, you know, with what I with, with similar posting, and I didn't realize it was autocorrect. <laughs> but um, yeah, my week's just been going crazy, like. <laughs> Like I, I've been everywhere, just putting in applications and shit. I I was supposed to. Meanwhile, I was supposed to have a sales call for board wrestling fans. Somebody was uh, trying to ch- hook us up with uh, some advertisers. Don't talk bad about advertisers. I'm not talking bad about advertisers, and I'm not mentioning anybody by name here. Nope. But I I went uh, I went out and I was applying for a job. While I'm applying, as soon as I sat down, put pen to paper on the application, I got a phone call like, "Do you want to come in for this interview later on today?" Like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> So I set up that interview, and in the meantime, I was supposed to have this call with this, uh, you know, advertising rep, and uh, she never called me. <laughs> she she's been we've been rescheduling and scheduling all week, and then she just never called me. So I got to get back in touch with her probably tomorrow and be like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> but uh, fuckers, you know, because we want to make so we 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 don't make any money here. We're, I'm actually putting money into this to mm-hmm. be able to do this. Yes. Um. But it, you know, 
it's not going to be like a podcast one thing where uh you know i'm going to shill everything every 15 minutes and uh you know so uh, keep it free and and lie to you to tell you that that we got to keep it free because it's it's really costing me 750 a month and uh <laughs> And he me- the he following segment is brought to you by Geico. Yeah. Oh, oh god! Oh god! <laughs> oh my god, man! I, I I got the email, and then I'm watching hockey yesterday, and of course the big ad right in the corner of the boards, Geico. The game is brought to you by Geico. Every other ad is Geico, and it's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, rub that shit in. Yeah, you sons of bitches! I swear that Geico, I fuck that Geico probably gets laid more than I do. I, I, no, I, I told you I squished him. I squished. Him. F- funny enough, funny enough is uh, Tuesday morning. I have an interview at Aflac. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you go from the gecko to the duck. Good <laughs> job. Go <laughs> ducks. Go ducks. Oh, go ducks. The, the new, the new Batman. <laughs> yeah. 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 What the fuck? Man? I think I think it's Aflac Insurance. It's actually for Ben Aflac's personal assistant. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can you sign my copy of Dogma? Oh Jesus! Yeah, g- g- hey, that was hey, the one good movie you did, right? Mallrats. How, how was it being in Geely? Congratulations, <laughs> <laughs> Joe! You've got the job. <laughs> Asshole! <laughs> hey, go back to the sing sing song. Come on, I'll get Dennis Leary on the show. He's well, <laughs> Well, no. he's probably the one person I haven't sent an email to over the last couple of days. <laughs> I, I was sending out emails like uh, Friday night at work mm-hmm. because I never worked Fridays and I had nothing going on. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me start emailing people because we were talking about uh, last week. We talked about Daz, uh, about Daniels and Kaz. Mm-hmm. That's how out of it I am. <laughs> um, we were talking about Daniels and Kaz and, and it was like, oh, this is how you book Daniels or Kaz. And I think G said, Joe, get on that. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> so I, I went on the thing where, um, you know, where they were advertised as being booked. And I went on and this dude has this whole list of talent where it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, fuck it. I'm emailing this head guy and being like, okay, let's let's uh, open up the line of communication here. Let's let's yeah. do this. And the guy's like, well, dude, I I book for appearances. You need the press agents for these guys. Shit. And he gave he, to his credit, he gave me the email address for Daniels. So that's that cool. that's out there. And uh, I actually heard back from him. He said to you know, uh, basically wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, which which is what Jeff Jarrett's told me too is is basically wait a month. Um, but at least you got a response, which is is you know ahead of the game. Yeah, you know more than. Well, most. I, I start finding other people's contact information. I start sending out emails to other people, uh, and and the first one I sent out was. Um, I don't even know if I should be talking about this because this is just like a pipe dream. We're trying to get these people on the show, uh, but the first one I sent out was for Raven. Oh, shit. Mahler would fucking cream his jeans. Well, the first thing I did after I sent that was go on Twitter and be like, dude, Brian Lee Mahler would, or, you know, at truly underscore Mahler would, would, lo- would love the interview that I just sent an email out to try and book. Oh, man. <laughs> two days his later, response he... response was, is it Raven? Two days later, his response is, so it's either Raven or Bret Hart. <laughs> and the funny thing is, right after I emailed Raven, I emailed Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew he loves both of those guys. Oh. So there's two favorite wrestlers of all time. Oh. Uh, but there, there was other names I emailed uh, that uh, that George would like. Mm-hmm. 
very much, uh, and that G would like very much, and uh, a bunch of, a bunch of guys that are you know just really cool names. And the ones that I couldn't find contact for, I kind of tweeted like, so what's the best contact for press? Because <laughs> obviously that's what I want. to try. And it I, doesn't. That's exactly. the most important thing. I mean, we've learned doing this show is that you just kind of can ask. They say no. It's like, all right. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's how it's been. You know, okay, we've asked this. You know, and, and the thing was like, um, and for certain talents, and I, I think this goes for uh, at least one of the guys you mentioned, George. Mm-hmm. For certain talents, if they're working for one of the national companies, you might need to go through the company now. For the guy you mentioned, George. Yes. He works for TNA, and TNA has worked with us in the past, so we may be able to pull that one off. Yeah. Now, the other guys, such as Tyson Kidd, name drop. Oh, yeah. Tyson Kidd has said, yeah, I'll do an interview with you. But you have to clear it with WWE. And, of course, WWE is like, who the fuck are you? Get out of here. Yeah. You know, basically. Do you know who I am? <laughs> no. Oh, yes, not. Uh, okay. Now I am fire. I am death. Now, Joe, uh, about the second name that I mentioned, um, you think that might be a little bit easier venture? I don't even remember who it was. So. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. cool. Oh yeah, that might be. Um, you know what? He was one of the guys I had to tweet. Okay. Because okay. I couldn't find his uh, contact, his press contact. So I tweeted him to ask him, you know, who do I contact? And I haven't heard back from him yet. But uh, worst case scenario, we we ask him in a couple of weeks. I know. I know. At ESW Brawl Fest. Yes, at the Keenan Center in Lockport, New York. It's May seventeenth. That's correct. You know what just? There you, go. you know what just occurred to me uh, yesterday is. Next Sunday is uh, Extreme Rules. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, and you know what next Friday is? Uh, no. Uh, the Goki and the Skulls. Uh, oh yeah, show. I gotta try and get there if I can. I know. Well, I got. Uh, sorry, guys, to break topic real quick, but I just wanted to let because I haven't been able to talk to Joe much. Uh, I, I got Dominic interested too, so uh, you know. Okay. We could we could be the Three Stooges going. We could. Um, Go friends with Rey Mysterio's kids. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> not that really Dominic. We're not that good. <laughs> and you wanna, you wanna try to get somebody from that show uh, who actually would be willing to probably talk wrestling and hockey. Oh Eric shit! Young. Oh yeah. yes, yes. He's a huge hockey fan. That would that would be uh, so. Awesome. And, and right now he's the he's the world champion. So yes. that would be. Yes. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I, I mean, there you go. I don't know. I don't know what schedule is like. He's pretty busy with. And he's got a. He's a got new animal, animal Planet, Planet show. show yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm but, sure. Uh, I'm sure he's got to be like completely booked right now, just with all the whirlwind surrounding the his title win and everything like that. You know, I, I, you know, I obviously I I would love to get him on the show. That would be such a fucking like bonus for us. I, um, well, it'd be it would be cool just to talk to him, especially considering our two main websites are related to both things he does. He does. Oh yeah, and and he would just be such an interesting guy to talk to. You know that sure. that's what would get me. You know, so stoked. You know, <laughs> I know people that used to work with him. So okay. that, that, reach out. I I might be able to uh, pull some strings with that one. We'll we'll work on that. This, yeah. These are all also, you know. Also upcoming that was announced this week: the NFL schedule. And guess what was announced? The, the Bills, Bills play the Browns in Buffalo this year. Yeah, oh. we yeah, might that, that, that. We, we might have to do that one. And <laughs> so I we, so I don't I have the sound have to, clip. Like, a road trip to Buffalo. That, go with George and Joe, and we can 
do beat a special BWF radio edition with Gary. Live. Yeah, that would be so Well, it ain't cool. like the stadium's far from here, so. No, no. Yeah, that would be awesome if we Mark's could. going to sell out. <laughs> if we, so, you know what we end up probably doing is doing the show, like, early. Yeah. Because that's all, cause all the Bills games are 1 o'clock games because nobody wants to fucking see them in prime time. Nobody cares. I think they have, like, one <laughs> the whole season. So yeah. we'd, we'd end up doing the show early and then just driving down there and... and you know, watching the game. Maybe, maybe if Gary is such a wonderful, wonderful man, he could uh, hook us up with a couple tickets. Hey, you maybe we gotta get. We gotta. I gotta email him actually because yeah. we're gonna try and get him on for next week for pay per view. The only thing that sucks is my my cousin used to work for the Bills and used to get free tickets, and now he doesn't work for the Bills oh. anymore. So <laughs> it's just just odd timing. <laughs> yeah, they don't have seat filler gigs, do they? No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, well, if you work for them, you can be a seat filler. Oh shit, that's that's funny. <laughs> so uh, we, you know, we we've gotten a few things talked about. How about uh, I want to talk some uh, raw. Okay, what about raw? Because I don't remember shit about raw. Fuck the raw. Fuck the raw. I don't remember shit about raw. Crowd was terrible. All I all I all I know. Terrible. All I know is that. Uh. <laughs> I'm kind of not married to the whole King of Swing uh, name for Cesaro. I don't really like it much. Um, you make him sound like a, a big band leader from the 50s. Al Basie. Yes. <laughs> well, he could be Buddy Rich's uh, band leader or something. Well, did you see SmackDown this week? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, yes. I, did. I, I know G said you must watch the first three segments. Yes. And yeah. that's what I did is I watched the first three segments and I'm like, okay, now I can go to sleep. <laughs> um, so I watched that was, the first. That was really what was worth watching in that, that episode. Giving the microphone to either one of Dutch Mantel and Paul Heyman yeah. any, any given time is great. Putting them both head to head. Oh, but Paul Heyman is just like yeah, on. In detail. Um, that was that was. I I don't think anything else on WWE was entertaining me more. There's there was some good stuff this week, on all the shows, but that was that was the moment where I marked out. That was just great. Oh, I, I loved Paul Heyman. He's like because. My client Brock Lesnar broke uh, conquered the Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania. That, Therefore, my client Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he just had to keep going with that shit. He ran with that, and then as soon as the buzzer goes off, he just stops. He's like, oh. <laughs> it, it all came full circle. Like we, we, everyone's like, well, "What is Cesaro with Paul Heyman?" Well, that's exactly why. Exactly, that's what it is. Cesaro's with Paul Heyman because his client Brock Lesnar. Yes, because his yeah. client Cesaro won the Andre the Giant <laughs> Memorial Battle Royal at WrestleMania. And, and, and honestly, anything Cesaro aligns himself with is going to be better right away. And yeah. as if Heyman couldn't get better at that point, but uh, and it makes sense. Like oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a nice, simple answer to the big question: the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Why would he switch? Well, he switched because he wanted to go with the guy who's booking people who do well. Um, everyone else uh, in the conversation, I need you to just pretend Ryback Axel doesn't exist. But nonetheless, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was that, thinking that, that Friday. Is the obvious counter to my my point. <laughs> and I know that. But. That was that was the only thing, dude. I and 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 the thing is, like, I I am a super huge Heyman Mark, and, and not as big as Joe, but I want to be at one point or another. Um, 
And I just kept thinking while while Cesaro and Heyman were standing there, I'm like, nobody seems to remember remember Rybaxel. Remember the almost marriage proposal that Heyman pulled pulled on Ryback. Will you be a Paul Heyman guy? <laughs> and and and, and you, but the thing was, Cesaro is that amazing, where he'll make you forget about all the shortcomings of Heyman's uh, uh, career. And uh, just to just to think about it, the, about this time last year, wasn't Cesaro having trouble being booked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was with Oksana. Yeah, with Oksana, you're you're fucked. Yeah, and and at that point, at that point, he was on the verge of being buried, like he was he was on the verge of oblivion. And here we were, thinking, "Wow, what a waste of talent this is if they're going to bury him." And now look at him; he's top. He's he's close to top tier, and it's and and it couldn't be more. He couldn't be more deserving. I mean, the the man is. An incredible worker. He has got he, his strength is unmatched. Uh, his performance in, his performances in the ring are just top notch every time. I mean, he you could put him in a match against Hornswoggle and he will make it look like match of the year contendership. And uh, and of course, n- nobody forget his matches against Sami Zayn, which you know <laughs> I don't need to explain those. Those were just ridiculous. Um, yeah. Well, the the beauty of this whole setup is not only have they explained it well, the payoff at the end of the relationship with Paul Heyman will probably be another great moment. I mean, <laughs> Paul Heyman and the swing. <laughs> yeah. No, can I say more? You know, Paul Heyman will make that like a memorable moment, and he'll come out and he'll have like a neck brace on, and he'll he'll sell the injury for like weeks. And the facial expression he's going to have on his face while he's taking the swing, that'll be immediately made into a Jeff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that That's something I've heard that maybe Dutch can't take the swing, but Heyman definitely could. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, Heyman's got a little bit more youth on his side. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell you, dude, I, it just it really makes me happy. It makes me very, uh, very much more hopeful in the talent of the WWE to see that Cesaro is finally getting this shot and he's getting this push that he has so much deserved over this time period. And, well, uh, let's talk about something related to this. Like, yes. We had this whole leak of the Raw script a while back, mm. uh, last week or whatever, and yeah. it was supposedly Cesaro is going to win, and, and now it looks like we're looking at probably some decorum. Can I have some? Getting <laughs> the, uh, the IC title shot. And possibly winning. Um, who here doesn't like that? Well, you know, I love bad news, Barrett. But I would like to have seen somebody who hasn't been Intercontinental Champion three or more times <laughs> get the title shot. I agree with you. I agree with you. But, you know, but Barrett is is definitely... He's on the upswing again. Pardon my pun. Um, huh. he, he's doing... You know, since he's come back into the uh, the regular acting roster, um, yeah, he's really put on some good matches. I don't even know how he did it because he wasn't wrestling or anything, and then all of a sudden he's just getting a push based on the bad news Barrett gimmick. I I think it that that's the thing is like it it became popular and it became you know I I think what they what happened is they owe him for the time that his little scissor lift thing didn't work. 
um, and he was stuck <laughs> on the ground. So, so they're paying him back by letting by giving him. That was a through push. an entire pay per view. Yes. I remember that was a, yes. that was a, what elimination chamber or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It worked the, bad the first. News is these guys can't do this. <laughs> At, at the first segment that he did it, it worked, and then after that, it would not work again. <laughs> so I, I think they owe him that. <laughs> um, I guess it just really goes to show the guy's charisma, though. Yeah, he didn't get yeah. wrestled. Still got himself over with short little segments. Mm-hmm. And, and plus, it, it you know he can back it up with his in-ring performances too. It's one of the funny little stories that came out of WrestleMania that nobody really picked up on right away was when he was at the Hall of Fame and he had his, you know, unannounced little moment there. Yeah, that's that's the only part of the Hall of Fame I've ever se- I've seen this. <laughs> Where he's just like the bad news is this is the closest any of you will ever get to being in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but I mean, it's sometimes that's all it takes, you know. It's mm-hmm. just like this one little spot and uh it just shifts the momentum. The guy hasn't lost a match in like over a month. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, tomorrow uh, another fellow who hasn't lost a match, at least with a belt on the line, uh, Dean Ambrose, unless he loses his title tomorrow, will be the longest ever uh, WWE US champion. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that that was the thing that surprised me the most about SmackDown was they mentioned the championship. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I right? They at least bring that up. Like, I mean, if you want to add relevancy to the title, because the Shield are fucking awesome. Like, I I know I I mentioned you know the first three segments on Raw were, were or not Raw SmackDown were the bits to watch. There was a storyline going on during SmackDown. I like to call it the Hunt, and it was kind of fun. Um, the overall show wasn't great, but the way the Shield was was utilized was was all about picking off the people that. You know the eleven guys that oh, were uh, trying to take him out, and he they they didn't get to all of them, but they uh, they managed to kill most of them. Yeah, it was, was pretty cool. It was and a I, lot I, of fun. Curtis <laughs> Axel didn't even get on TV getting beat down by the Shield. What the <laughs> fuck, man? Yeah, dude. Yeah. The you know, and I'm just so glad that I've I've stuck around with the Shield long enough to see them make it to the heel or the face turn again. I, I'm happy at that. I'm I'm ecstatic. And maybe you guys will agree with me, but Roman Reigns' Superman punch is awesome looking. <laughs> just, I don't even care if it's effective. It just looks so damn cool when he does it. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. He's damn good at doing it. Yes. <laughs> punch, punches seem to like be, you know, a good thing again. I mean, you have the the way he like kind of charges it up. Mm-hmm. It just adds adds to the delivery and the the, the whole effectiveness, at least perception wise. And then you got like Cesaro, like fucking European uppercutting people out of the air. Who you got somebody off the top rope? I think it was Cody Rhodes this week. It might have been him. I I know. Oh it's just, oh yeah, off the top rope. Okay, yeah, because I, I know against Swagger he came off the rope oh, to give the European yeah. uppercut. But oh, yeah, that, was amazing. that Swagger match was I I. I was pleasantly surprised, but he just he slips it in, and it's it's effective. Like the power of the punch has returned. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're working men. They're you know. Well, but <laughs> between that and the uh, the bull hammer. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> the bull, dude. That this duct tape's paid for itself. <laughs> that bull hammer elbow is just. It looks devastating. I mean, I used to think that it was kind of dumb looking, but now. 
Oh no, I've always loved the bull hammer ever since he started using it, man. <sighs> when he I've used to pull him up by the it. face and do it. Mm-hmm. But now, who? Okay, who the fuck was it that knocked him out of the ring and then he fucking? It was Sheamus. I think it was Sheamus. Yeah, Sheamus went to go get him and he bull hammered him from outside. Yeah, it was the, ring. It, was the uh, it was the match yeah. on Monday for oh, the, in, the, in the Intercontinental Title it Tournament. It was so awesome. <laughs> that was probably my favorite elbow moment. So I was. Oh, it was, it was great. Yeah, I mean, but you know, I was listening to. Um, I think it was a Steve Austin show, and he had uh, Jimmy Corderas on, and they're talking about you know the bad guys. <laughs> they're talking about the bad guys don't cheat anymore, and that you know if Sheamus is going out after uh, after Wade Barrett, and Barrett turns around and just nails him with the elbow, that just makes Barrett look like he's smarter than Sheamus, which he is. Which he is, but he's he's supposed to be a heel. He's supposed to be cheating to win, not not actually outsmarting the guy to win. <laughs> Well, but see, she- Sheamus is a heel, even though they sell him as a face. So fuck Sheamus. It's true. Um, it's true. Yeah, I've been I've been listening I, to I've been listening to a lot of podcasts at work lately. Uh, and uh, George, I, I heard a good friend of yours mm-hmm. uh, as the co-host of the Jim Cornette show. Oh yes. And uh, of course, I'm I'm referring to Alice. Yes, yes. My 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 that one of my George? one of my favorite females on this earth, Alice. She is awesome. So. I, I, I hope we can eventually get her on the show oh. again. Oh, what, this was this week's Cornette experience, or was it Cornette's drive-thru that you're listening to? Uh, the Cornette experience uh, with uh, with uh, Wayne Ferris, the honky-tonk man. Oh, man. Great, 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 great stuff. Oh, what what about that episode? I, I heard it, too, so I can comment on this. Oh, no, I was just mentioning to George that, uh, that <laughs> Alice is... Because uh, it was the first time I've listened to the podcast, and I'm like, you know, whose oh. podcast I really want to listen to is Jim Cornette's. He was he was bringing up the sunshine of my life. And I, and I know how much George likes Alice, so yes. I, I just figured yes. I'd you know, let him know if he wants to hear Alice. He can, I, he can always tune into the uh, Jim Cornette experience. I will. And uh, also, of course, uh, rwrpodcast.com. Of course, of course, as always. I mean, that's still going strong and I, I and, and while you're listening of course you can head over to Booker T's and buy a t-shirt damn straight buy whatever you can from them man. They see this is where we're getting our shills in right now yes we can be corporate whores um, no, we, we are get our own cheap heat dot com source of news and don't be an angry mark news oh well played <laughs> see look at that we got all of our plugs not, in within 30 seconds that's how good mark, we are not, not, and not our angry mark <laughs> no, our our Mark our isn't angry. angry. Is our angry still here? Yes, he's here. I'm just racist. <laughs> yeah, I'm just racist. Yeah, yeah, and but he's an and amazing racist. Angry minorities. <laughs> you're not racist. You're just a bad influence on me. <laughs> and speaking of Christopher Daniels, he actually publishes his comic book this Wait, week. Racists. <laughs> They're discussing no. racism, and then you say, "Speaking of Daniel." <laughs> well, hey, no, 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 because he said uh, he said bad influence. Yep. yep. <laughs> G G G is starting to become the uh, the prince of the segue. <laughs> so somebody's got to do it. I feel like shit this week. I'm just trying not to hack up a lung <laughs> in the microphone. Getting you know, I'll, I'll do the news if his voice is breaking on him. I don't mind. I, I have a weird. I, I'm fe- you know I'm feeling okay. Week. I'm feeling okay right now. <laughs> Like I, I can I can still feel that I'm sick and I can still feel the you know like 
Yeah. It wants to, you know, I, I feel like I'm going to need to cough soon. But I, I'm at least able to, to talk and chat and, and have fun with you guys, which is important. Well, I hope you don't get counted out. highlight of your week. And, and, and by the way, the, the very good thing about, we were talking about my, my job hunt earlier, the, the very, very good thing about me not getting the job at Geico is I don't have to give up any of my podcasts or reschedule any of my podcasts. <laughs> so. Oh, man. That's great. I, I, I don't know how we'd find the time, dude. Cause like, yeah, I, I know, and that's what I was worried about. It's like, okay, when the fuck are we going to do board wrestling fan if I get this job? <laughs> yeah. it, it, and that was if it was going to be on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Shit. Which is honestly what I was hoping for because I didn't want to do Saturdays, <laughs> which is why I'm looking for a job in the first place. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dilemmas everywhere. <laughs> yes. My wife Just says... It- Go ahead. Just admit it, Joe. Just admit it, Joe. You have a sore. You you feel like shit because the yeah because the gecko splooge. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's shit. totally it. The he 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 actually uh, lost an ultimate fighting match against the gecko. That little <laughs> son of a bitch is crafty. See, 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 that's what they don't tell you. They call you in for an interview, but really, that's what it is: is the ultimate fighting test against uh, yes. ultimate fighting match against the gecko. <laughs> <laughs> a man and a gecko enter. Only the gecko leaves. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That gecko, he whipped you with his tail, man. He's, it's hard to get a hold of him. He's a little bitch. He starts lulling you to sleep with his uh, soothing, like, British-type voice, and then he's like, rah, 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 rah. he's like a fucking rabid pit bull, but he's a gecko and not a pit bull. Um, the brown like, M&M was there rooting me on. on TV, but he's really eight foot tall. The, br- yeah. the brown M&M kicked you in the crotch no, after the, the, you were down. The brown M&M's rooting me on because he wouldn't give her car insurance. <laughs> and the ca- No, but you got to remember, the gecko's also got the camel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Camel, that yeah. little mother. Guess what day it is? He was it's the special ass kicking day. Woo! <laughs> he was the special referee. Wait, wait, camel? Yeah, the camel. The camel. Oh, no, the lock hum- him in the camel clutch, oh, break his sh- back, fuck him in the ass, and make him home. Fuck him in the ass, ten thousand percent, baby. That's what I. That's what I tell. That's what I tell. I I tell you that at the beginning of show. Don't copy the sheik or go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sometimes Try I and be players on as many drugs as the rest of you. <laughs> I wish I was on drugs at this point. Damn it! I'm stone sober. I was paranoid, man, because they were they they, were, they do they do the follicle tests, the hair test, and I'm like, like a week ago, I'm in the studio with these dudes just fucking smoking weed, like like they're just like nope, I'm, I can't do it. I don't do it. It's not my thing. You guys go ahead. And then I'm thinking like, oh shit, I hope that doesn't fuck up my drug test. But then I had a, a long conversation with our uh, esteemed co-host over on All Western Radio, Noah, <laughs> uh, who tells who tells me, no, dude, no, that doesn't get into your system like that for a hair test. <laughs> he would know too. <laughs> I'm sure he would. He is. He's an when expert. I had, when I had it, when I had a, a drug test, they had this thing. I don't know if it's new or not. They they took a um, kind of like a swab thing. They made you suck. You had to put it in your mouth and you had to suck on it for like five minutes. Yep, I I, I did that and mine came out a false positive for um for methamphetamines. Well, that's because no, no, that's not a false positive. That was actually legit. <laughs> no, that just sounds like sexual molestation. Yeah, suck on this swab <laughs> for a little while and keep your eyes closed. You don't want to see what this does. <laughs> well, my I, the funny thing is the funny thing with me when they did it when they did it to me I was like oh shit I had had a um. I had a sub with a poppy seed. With oh. poppy, poppy seeds. I'm like, shit, yeah. I'm going to have heroin. I'm have heroin. False <laughs> positive for heroin. Oh, fuck. Now, no, that wouldn't be a false positive. That would be true. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, I've tried that. Dude, that, that 
test is just terrible. It's terrible. I'd rather get the hair follicle test. I'd rather do blood. I'd rather, you know, give them a urine test. I mean, seriously. See, I, I hate doing piss tests because I cannot piss in a cup. Oh, uh, see, I, <laughs> I, I, I just will myself to it. You know, I, I. That's why I could never work for WWE. I couldn't do the drug test because it's like, okay, you have to piss in a cup while this guy watches you. <laughs> like, uh, could you, could, no. could you at least turn the faucet on? Come on, man. <laughs> well, that was the thing. It was like. I went into this. This was because this was for my night job. Because twelve years, eleven years working in, in the government, in the government, and I've never taken one piss test. I've never taken one <laughs> drug test. But you can be a druggie all you want working for the government, but you want to work for a, a, a an independent company. <laughs> you got to take. A, they're they're going to get you. <laughs> yeah. I walked in. I walked in ready to. You know, I drank plenty of water. Ready with my bladder pretty much ready to explode. And then they hand me this little thing. You need to suck on this. I'm like, what the hell? You fuckers. <laughs> Matter. You know what? I'm, just to show you that I'm in protest. I'm going to piss on this. <laughs> <laughs> you made me. I stored up an inordinate, inordinately large amount of piss for this. <laughs> Board wrestling fan, tune in for the wrestling talk. Stay for everything else that we fucking decide we want to talk about. Piss talk. Well, we're <laughs> the, the, about the, piss the, test. That's what the WWE guys. Well, do yeah, exactly. Trouble. I transitioned back into that. But but no, it, it's it's funny because we you know we we talk to each other once a week. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it, it almost seems like George and I only talk once a week now uh, it, lately. But, but we talk once a week, so we we pretty much catch up when we do the show. <laughs> so. And 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 wrestling, if there's something major, kind of floats its way in. Yeah, you know, like we try to go on topic and stuff. And and there is a topic I do want to talk about as soon as we get a chance. We did start about TNA pay per view. Yes. There is a TNA pay per view. There was some that, wrestling that, talk. Yeah, well, what's the topic, George? Or do you wanna do you wanna run through the card here? Because we do have a pay per view yeah, tonight, believe it or not. Yeah, I, I know I know watching wait. Impact you wouldn't know that. You know, if you actually <laughs> watched, honestly thought it was last week. No idea there's a pay per view tonight, but <laughs> No, 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 they're not pay per views anymore. I thought they were called events now. No, that's WWE. Oh, okay, that's just, that's on the first this is TNA. Not WWGT. I know you haven't watched in a while, but they haven't been bought out yet. But what? What? what, what, what I, you know? What's a, what's a TNA? Um, and, and real real quick, I, I want to know what George's topic is that he wants to talk about. Uh, the passing of Daniel Bryan's father. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Subsequent storyline uh, beat down from that, Kane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, from what, from what I understand, like as soon as the segment was over, Daniel Bryan was like out of there, like yeah. out of plane. I figured that's. I kind of knew, like from earlier in the day. Um, I figured that's kind of where it was going to go, like. You know, he said he would. And not, make... not only not only did his father pass away, but uh, you remember the Make a Wish kid that yes. he, that he let Me, put him in the yeah, yes tapped him out, yeah, and tap him out. He passed away too. I know, and that that's yeah, seriously what a what a terrible week for the man. Um, and you know, of course, my condolences go out to him, and my condolences oh, go out to yeah, the family of, of that that poor child. But you know, I mean. I, <laughs> uh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, on the plus side, though, at least his dad got to see him live his dream and get married. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. The father couldn't really ask for more. That, that's, a no, exactly. that's a beautiful thing. And, uh, you know, it was really cool of, you know, of Daniel Bryan to, to at least make the appearance on Raw. Yeah. And, and be there just to at least give the fans something that they wanted was to at least see him. And, um, yeah, I, I didn't even know what had happened until after the show, so I did wonder what was going on with that segment. Yeah, it, and it, then I just heard about it, and you just 
damn i know your heart sinks you know you, you and it was a good segment to to use to uh reestablish kane as a monster yes yes yeah. and also write daniel bryan on television for a week. The ring. yeah it's a convenient way to you know not only make him as a monster but uh reestablish the tombstone pile driver although three times might have been excessive yeah yeah and it, it was it was it's good because they they have an effective way to to keep Brian off the show and let him have some time to like kind of get his head around what's going on in his life because he went from you know emotional highs to emotional lows like really quick and that's fucked up. Oh yeah. And I, I mean of course I mirror the sentiment. I mean no, nobody wants to lose family. That's that sucks no matter who you are. And that that that's something that uh, everyone can relate to at some point. They will if they haven't already. You know mm-hmm. and. I, I I think that uh, we don't see him until the next pay-per-view next Sunday. That's fine. If, uh, hell, you know what? I don't even really care a lot about Kane versus Brian on the pay-per-view. And if, if they want to give him the damn thing off, give him it off. Because, yeah. honestly, all the people debating about what should be the main event and, like, the title holder, blah, blah, blah. Maybe that's an easy out for everybody involved, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You don't have to worry about, like... What, who should end the show? Shield versus Evolution then ends the show, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, and and, and, and we don't have to deal with it because we're gonna probably get into it next week about about how excited this we are is, to watch this Kane is what versus you, Daniel Bryan for the, you know. The, this I is mean, what you do. What, seriously, this is what you do. You give Daniel Bryan these couple of weeks off. You give him the pay per view off, and yeah. you make the story that Kane injured Daniel Bryan to the point where he could not wrestle at Extreme Rules. Therefore, mm-hmm. Kane doesn't get his title shot. Yeah, and that angers Kane more and makes him even more of a monster. And then he takes it out on some guys like uh, you know Zack Ryder or uh, you know Justin <laughs> Gabriel and and those guys that are like you the, know the the guys that are whipping fodder exactly three <laughs> MB yep. you know as much but, as I love them. But the thing is, I you you we kind of know the person that Daniel Bryan is, and we know how he how you know just the integrity of the guy. He's gonna come back and he's gonna do yeah. this, and he's I I, I applaud him. You know, I give him all the credit in the world for it, but it, he could easily just—he deserves a little bit of time to himself. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, every aspect of his life leading up to the championship win, even after that, has been televised. Um, you know, he—he's been under the scrutiny of the camera eye constantly. You know, give him a couple weeks to himself. I would wish he would take these couple a couple weeks to himself just to you know kind yeah. of decompress a little bit, but you know I, I, the old adage goes the show must go on. So I, I can see this happening where he's just going to come back next week and he'll at least make an appearance on Raw and we'll see how that goes from there. I I right, well, right now I I mean I I'm going to stand by my my. Uh personal opinion of what I'd like to see because I, I don't I, like I, this idea of the champion being kind of not in the, the main event, but I don't like the idea of Kane being in the main event well, on a pay-per-view. Like, you know, you this, guys, for you guys, I guess it's a special event, but the rest <laughs> of the world, it, we have to well, pay listen, like, this, price still. And, th- this uh, is how I feel about the whole Kane thing is the only way that you're going to sell me on this main event without Daniel Bryan actually being at Raw is you show the video footage Make it look as brutal as possible, and then have Kane cut the most epic promo of his entire career. I would take a lot. Well, the the tombstone that he pulled off on the on the stairs looked kind of nasty, though. 
um, just because of the fact that, you know, he didn't, like, cushion the blow. He just kind of kicked his feet out from underneath him and just went straight down to the stairs. Yeah. Um, that scared me a little bit. Um, the other ones are, you know, he had more room to work with so he could do the, the tombstone the way he usually does it, but... That could have gone really wrong, and we could have seen a real legit Daniel Bryan injury. Yeah, um, you know, so yeah, I mean, you could really sell that point too if you wanted, um, you know, and give the man some time off based on just that tombstone. Well, <laughs> well we will well, find out tomorrow. Well, we've Steph- Stephanie's bill to uh, make a quote unquote sincere apology for uh, what happened on Monday night. Yeah, that was the only, that was the only problem with that segment. Yeah, uh, it was because it was obvious that that she was basically like being no, completely insane. Please don't, being no, like, no, 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 Kane, no. Please don't. Yeah, yeah it's like Stop. obviously she would be calling security out like yeah. immediately. If I mean uh, that, that's that. Well, well, again, we'll find out tomorrow. I. I the, the authority versus Daniel Bryan will continue. Um, to be even comedic. Though, maybe, maybe all that screaming that Stephanie was doing made Triple H lose his voice on Monday. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, to, to get comedic in, the best part about that is thinking about Triple H standing backstage thinking, I knew she was faking. <laughs> <laughs> you read uh, my mind. Well. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, well, well, what, she doesn't fake. Well, speaking of, gotta be horses. What what do you guys? What do you guys say we get into? Speaking of fake TNA pay per view. Well, what do you say we do a break song and we'll get into TNA pay per view in a little bit because we do have uh, we're supposed to have Prince Alfarad on if our phone works. So hopefully uh, within the next ten minutes we'll hear from him and be able to actually answer his call. So uh, our break song this week that's yours, George. Me, yes, and it is going to be from a band called Clutch. And the name of the song is going to be Electric Worry. I uh, just got into the song, and I think it's real cool deal. So, Okay. Get that in a second as soon as <laughs> this decides to let me work the way I want to. <laughs> yeah. how, long, how long is it? It is five minutes and eighteen seconds. Okay, I just want to know how long, how long we had. That's we got, I'm I'm gonna give you guys some time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's always good, cool. especially when I'm sick. Being for this long, you have issues. <laughs> Wait, All right, I I karaoke. That's yeah. Well, that's it's it's. Oh, okay. It, we're gonna. It's get the, the song, song, but it's just kind of there. And right it's gonna show the lyrics on the screen. That version that of a lyric video, basically. Basically. Okay. So here it is. Well, you made me weak And you made me moan well, you caused me to leave, child, my happy home. But someday, baby, you ain't worry my life anymore.
dirty mistreater that was no good. But someday, baby, you ain't worry my life anymore. Just like that. <laughs> yes. That didn't seem that long. It was five minutes, but <laughs> you know, time Man, passes fast. <laughs> it was five minutes, but I was sitting here the entire time telling George about how my week went and yeah. <laughs> it, so really it, it took up the entire five minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we just I I, uh, I never knew the song was that long, so Hey, it's all good. Kind of my apologies, but otherwise Oh, uh, it's all good. I we still got okay. we still got a few minutes before we're waiting for uh, Prince Alferat. Okay, and and you know besides, and and hopefully our phone will work. See, so we, we can uh, I do have I do have David on standby on Facebook just to kind of be like, 
our shit's not working. What do we do? <laughs> um, you know, I I should I I kind of want to talk a little bit about the uh, one of the segments on TNA this week, um, the whole Ken Anderson and Samuel Shaw thing. Oh God! Wow! <laughs> um, fucking wow! Should I My- say? <laughs> I'm most surprised that there was no joke about Anderson eating his mom's pie. I oh god, dude! It, as I, soon as she <laughs> said pie, I expected a joke. The I think it's because of the whole you know you associate that shit with uh, the Rock. Yeah, and on top of that, I don't even think he needed to make a joke. We all had it in our heads, anyways. <laughs> right? No, <laughs> that was and, a- and the fact that he lives in his mother's basement is just I know he has <laughs> the, a the five-year-old's bedroom. So so let me let me ask you this: what what the hell is a committed match? Uh, the loser ends up going in, in an insane asylum. So basically, it's the big boss man versus the Mountie all over again. Somewhat, yes. Uh, just, oh, Rick or Rick, Rick Fire, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it, <laughs> it's just with a couple less talented wrestlers. Is, is Scott Hall going to make an appearance in the in the insane asylum? <laughs> No, but Asia. With nobody mentioning Asia. it. Asia. Yeah, Asia was like the nurse, wasn't she? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. clean now. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, but he wasn't in the. He wasn't in rehab. He was in an insane, insane asylum in WCW. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody even mentioned it. It's just like, oh, look, Scott Hall's there. And nobody says anything. It's just he made a cameo in this Ric Flair segment. <laughs> and, and you know, um, another thing about that, that whole segment on TNA, um, his mom delivers him an apple pie to his room every day. Okay, um, so if he ate an apple pie every day, he would look like me. Um, That's true. So I don't really see there's well, that much validity in that argument. Well, stalking burns a lot of calories. <laughs> stalking. <laughs> Dude, it, the end of the segment when he buries his fucking head in his mom's boobs, I just, I was like, you know... Yeah, it makes that. sense. <laughs> Plus, his mom looked way too young. No shit! <laughs> I thought it was his sister at first. <laughs> I saw her on Brazzers. Oh, Jesus Christ. She's the well, Braz of the week. They can't get from Universal Studios anymore after the olive oil thing. So now oh, they yeah. just go to Brazzers. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, it was just such a weird segment. Because, mm-hmm. because of the fact that, like, okay, all of a sudden, Samuel Shaw's there. And him and Anderson start fighting. And within a couple seconds of them getting into it, the camera guy goes upstairs and Samuel Shaw's like right behind him almost. So unless Shaw stabbed Anderson. Yeah, and Anderson is still somewhere in his bedroom. (laughs) He's in the closet. (laughs) Waiting for the pie. (laughs) <laughs> He's waiting for that daily dose of mom's apple pie. <laughs> That's why Sam Shaw showed up. He knew the pie was coming. and uh, <laughs> He didn't want to miss I out. I mean, it's not that hard to understand. Every day you get a pie. You know where to be. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, how yeah. day keeps the doctor away. Oh, oh sweet Jeebus. <laughs> it's just bad. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's going to be interesting tonight. Um, I, I mean, there's some decent matches, but uh, I don't know. And Mike Knox has a stripper girlfriend. I know he's got a hua. Well, Quite fire. Yeah. When wait, T and I hired Kelly Kelly. <laughs> no, uh, no, they hired a crack whore um, equivalent, basically. It's basically <laughs> Kelly Kelly's a cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it. I don't know. I it. I really don't. I don't know. 
the paper. You know what the real casualty better. is? Is those the arcade machines he could fix? Oh, God, I know, <laughs> man. I you know I, I that's the only thing I know about TNA right now is that uh, is that Mike Knox fixes arcade machines for his family or some shit like that. <laughs> no, he he can fix them. I can't fix these. <laughs> In the same fucking breath. No, I can't fix it. Because he's just fucking... He's the guy... We're, we got to know, after all these years, he's not known for his acting talent. That's for damn and sure. And they have a different girl now, so who the fuck was the first one? Well, apparently she demanded too much money. <laughs> she was a high-priced hoe. <laughs> I want 25 cents an hour in appearance. We can't want, afford that. I have to go on welfare. Not even the top talent earns that. We we can't even we we can give you like you know coupons from this Sunday's Clipper. That's she wanted to get tr- she wanted to get paid and Trident layer gum to to go back to uh, to my to my conversation with Jordan Olivencia last night. Orbit, fabulous. <laughs> she she's she failed at her attempt to be the new Orbit chick. Um, yeah, it just I don't know. Like I, I'm just getting, I, I'm I'm starting to get a little tired of some of these guys, um, because it's the same people every fucking week wrestling. There's no, you don't see anybody new anymore. Oh, hold on, one, hold, hold that on. thought. Let's see if we can answer this call. Hello, caller, are you there? Hello, caller. I guess we're not able to answer this call. We're having some technical issues with our phone system. Let's see if I hit this pause button and hit resume. Hello, caller. I've got nothing. Apparently, Mike Knox could not fix that either. <laughs> yeah, we're having some issues. <sighs> Damn it. We are having some issues. We've got... The is located in, in his bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly it. That sucks. <laughs> well, this this is technology. we got to deal with it. Um, but we'll... we'll be on it and we'll be on it shortly um but yeah i the whole tna thing right now i'm it's just you don't see any new talent anymore it's just the same dudes it's bobby rude james storm but we got a voicemail (laughs) oh he was able to to, to leave a voicemail so let's let's listen at least it says he was Uh, i think he hung up on the voicemail because it's only three seconds yeah, he just hung up on the voicemail. I would too. <laughs> I would too. I I I don't know. Yeah. Like we're we're having some kind of issue with the system. It's not working. We can't <laughs> we can't take phone calls. <laughs> that sucks because you know normally the problem is we can take phone calls, but you guys can't hear anything. Now we can't get any phone calls in because they're just not working. I just I was trying before the show as soon as I hooked everything up, and I'm trying to dial and. It, It'll just kind of like beep for a second, mm-hmm. and then when you go to pick up, it's still ringing on the other person's end. Yeah, I I love those voicemails from people that go, "Oh, so I guess you're not at, you're not at available right now, so just give me a call whenever." It's, I don't need you to guess what I'm not what I'm doing, okay? Yeah, just just leave your fucking name. I'll know to call you back. That's kind of how voicemails go. Um, so what I do is when I get on the voicemails, I go, "Uh, so I guess you're giving hand jobs to midgets." So. uh... <laughs> How about how too about you get? You did, too okay. bad you didn't get to hear the sheet sheet humble you on your voicemail. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I heard. God damn it! So I t- so I tell him, oh, so uh, just get a hold of me when the little fellow comes. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> so we got we got a number here. So I got the number. We're gonna we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get Prince Alfred on the phone here, or we're going to attempt to. 
Because you know how well everybody's phones work on this show. <laughs> phones? What are those? Well, you'll remember Gregory Iron. We oh, had that yeah. huge issue with that Voice poor mail. guy. <laughs> okay, All right, it's ringing. It's ringing. Shh. Very quiet. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Prince Al. Yeah, that's me. Okay, this is the Board Wrestling Fan Crew. We're having some issues with our phone lines over here, so that's why you weren't able to get through to us. But uh, we appreciate you being on the show. Oh, and absolutely. Let me take you off the speaker here. All okay. right. Should they? <laughs> um, you know, because I've got this, uh, I was telling David, I got this, this native event I have to be, be on at 2.30, and we're, I'm getting everything ready now. So how long do you think it'll take this thing here? Uh, we won't keep you that long. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> whenever you're, whenever you're okay, to, whenever you feel like you gotta go, it's no big deal. We're working with your schedule, man. So, <laughs> awesome, brother. I, I, sh- I really sure do appreciate that. Oh. Okay, well, uh, do you want me to be in character? And <laughs> you're on the air right now, man. So, however you want to do it. <laughs> oh hell! <laughs> yeah, live to air when you call in, man. When we call in, <laughs> we we cut no corners here. <laughs> well, it's a good, it's a good it's a good thing I didn't cuss then, because I typically cuss. Well, oh, you could. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're more than you welcome know, to. Oh, oh, yeah, you can. This is this I've is. I've said to- way worse than cussing. Oh yeah, yeah. You <laughs> could do whatever you. No, could. I'm not. I'm not gonna cuss. But, uh, <laughs> well, how you guys been, man? Oh, we're we're great. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely great. I'm getting ready for June 8th at the Sendera Center there for IHWE Pro Wrestling, where I take on APOC, and this just may be APOC's very last match. Oh, wow. I don't even have to plug the show. He's already right on top of it. He's got you. He's got you. See? That we, we were we were planning on plugging, but you've got us. You've, you've, shoot, man. That's great. That's great. We we could trust trust me, we could use all the help we can get with that. <laughs> so so what's this so uh you know, what else have you been up to lately? Well I'll tell you, you know, I I've I've been uh this is this marks my 25th year in the business, uh, and uh, about uh, well, 2012, I got inducted into, into that IHWE uh, Texas Wrestling Hall of Fame, and uh, been working with him uh, well from right around that time to now, and uh, I'm just so uh, thankful uh, to be a part of the IHWE family. But you know, I've got a bunch of stuff coming up. I'm working, of course, you know, me and my nephew are working the the uh, the uh, Von Eric boys, Kevin's boys, Marshall and Ross were doing the big show down in uh, Galveston uh, sometime at the end of, uh, I believe it's July, the end of July or so. Plus, I'm, you know, traveling here, traveling there. There's a movie in the works. Uh, I'm a Grammy-nominated uh, artist. I do music on the side. Man, I've just got a whole bunch of stirs in the pocket, if you know what I mean. Oh, congratulations on that. That's incredible. That's, that's so good to hear, you know. It's, it, it's, it's definitely good to... Uh, you know, to to be you know so so multi talented and you know be able to do so many different things at once. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm very fortunate. You know, I have a a, a pretty good wrestling career. You know, I, I, like I said, I've been in, in it 27 years, and I've wrestled uh, I've wrestled in Japan, I've wrestled in Mexico several times, Puerto Rico more times than I can count. Um, matter of fact, we're going there in September, me and my nephew again. I'm going to the uh, Cauliflower Alley Club in Las Vegas for the first time. All right. So you know, I've got I've got a lot of things happening. I'm I'm just very thankful that I I've had the opportunity to work a lot of big names in this business that a lot of people will won't ever have the opportunity of working guys like Bruiser Brody and the Great Muda, Ric Flair. I mean, all the big names from back in the day. I got to work them all, you know, in, in the Puerto Rico territory. 
and when I was there, because I was there for, for about eight years uh, straight, you know, well, I, I would come back to, to the States and then go back there, but yeah, I, I got to dance with a lot of the big, uh, big names, and I was there actually the night that uh, Brody was killed, believe it or not, in Puerto Rico. And just little things that, that I, I kind of, you know, <clears throat> add to my uh, story, uh, uh, you know, in, in wrestling. And I, I decided to put it on a two-disc DVD, which I did here recently, The Chronicle, basically some of the stuff I've done and some of the other very interesting stories uh, in my life. Wow. Oh, well, that definitely that's something I, I, I look forward to checking out, honestly. Uh, I mean, to, to have such a, a storied career, to have so many things going on, and, and to be a part of so many events and, and you know, be, you know pass through uh, around the careers of so many other uh big names and you know to, to be doing so well for yourself as well i mean being all over the world and you know performing all the different yeah. that's great <laughs> yeah they, they, well there for a while i kind of slowed down i i what i what happened was you know i concentrated on music and mm-hmm. i decided to just focus on music and man i i even got to be on the major motion sound track of uh, Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. I did some some uh, some vocal work for that, you know, and got to do some stuff on that level. There's a movie right now called Fight Bill. It's still on Showtime. I watched it the other day. Hmm. It's on Showtime and HBO. It's called Fight Bill, and it was produced by Michael Tucker. Uh, I come out in that movie three times. Uh, it's, it chronicles this, the story of a... Uh, it chronicles the life of, a, of an MMA promoter, a real-life MMA promoter, Gil Gracie, Gil uh, Hillary, actually. Hmm. And uh, I used to be a former wrestler, and he picked that match against me to be in the movie. So, you know, a lot of a lot of great things. And and there was a time where I pursued WWE, well, then WWF, and uh, James Jane Dillon was the actual, uh, I guess, what John Laurinaitis is now. And I still happen to have that letter, as a matter of fact. <laughs> wow! I didn't get hired on. I didn't get hired on uh, because uh, at that time I was doing a Native American character. Mm-hmm. And Tatanka got hired about two weeks later, so I guess you know, I guess he, he uh, got more votes than me. But, uh, but anyway, so I decided to just pursue music. So it wasn't until I guess about ten, twelve years ago that I decided to uh, get back into the wrestling business, you know, and, and use my contacts to get back in. And been doing it with this new character, and man, it's over. It's really over. It's hot. People like it. You know, of course, fans don't. <laughs> I'm talking about promotion. <laughs> I actually caught you on uh, on TCW one night, that, which airs on Directv uh, every week. I, I I watched it. I watched two episodes of it, and that's where I knew your name from. When David said, "Hey, we're, we're going to get uh, Prince Alfarad on the show," like, didn't he work in TCW? Well, <laughs> well that well, I sure do appreciate that. You know, uh, I started with that company on its on its uh, inception show, the very first show. I was the very first. I was I was there and and I'm I guess of all the roster I'm the only one that's been there since the very beginning and you know we're still chugging along they're kind of on hiatus right now I don't know the status too much we're not at liberty to say too much about what's going on with TCW but um, I'm very thankful for the opportunity that I had to be on there and and I'm I've, I've got another guy that uh, just approached me about a major uh, thing that they're putting together but you know how major things in wrestling is yeah most of them don't materialize but, <laughs> yeah. but hopefully hopefully this one will it's supposed to be up north somewhere in chicago so we'll see uh, i get to go back up there and visit some of my friends up in the great white north <laughs> excellent excellent so you never worked for wwe i've got it in my notes here you've worked the garden though 
Is that, is yeah, that... I did work at Madison Square Garden. Hello? Hello? Hey. Oh. oh. And uh, I don't recall his name. He was a, a, a funny Jewish guy. I, I remember he was, always used to, was cracking jokes, and, and he took me to, to, uh, to one of these uh, Jewish uh, festivals one time. Real nice guy. Well, he did a show with a company called AAA out of Mexico, and they, they at that time they were uh, experimenting with, with with sort of the pay per view concept, and they had a big. Keep. Uh, he's cutting out. Yeah, he keeps cutting out here. Oh, I think we lost him. We lost him. Let's, uh, let's see if we can get him back on the line there. See what's going on. I know he's got a. He's got a jet in a minute, I know, but uh, let's let's give him another try here. Sorry about that. It seems like we got cut off. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> so, so the so this 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 uh, Jewish guy uh, had a company called IWA. He got together with AAA in Mexico, and they had when worlds collide. They were experimenting with that pay-per-view concept, and. They uh, took it all over the country, and they went to they went to the Madison Square Garden and sold it out. And uh, I was the first match. It was me and the and a guy named El Bandito against um, the late great Luis Spicoli and Diamond Dallas Page in the oh, opening wow. match. And I'll never forget thinking, you know what? If I die tomorrow, I work the garden. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a highlight. Of so that, that answers one of the questions we usually yeah, ask, is which one is of the ones you normally ask. Well, we we normally ask, you know, if you've ever had that moment where it's like, okay, I can retire right now, and it sounds like that might be it for you. Is that is that the, is that the yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> I've had well, I've had several of those moments. Another one was, you know, when I worked Flair because Flair was at the time was the biggest thing and granted it was just a you know I was just basically doing a job for him you know but to be across the ring from Ric Flair you know when 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 he was at his height was amazing the great of course a great mover he was working as super black ninja at the time i uh, worked him several times and man i've had you know i've had several highlights being 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 recognized by my peers you know uh, yeah you know a lot of people the same several promoters have their opinion about it but Reality is, when a group of your peers get together and they give you that recognition, and they think that much of you, that's a pretty big deal for me, you know. And, and I'm, I'm, I've been inducted in, in about three halls of fame now. And, you know, it just, it just, it's always a humbling experience for me. That's great to hear. Well, I know you got to. I, I know you're uh, kind of trying to get somewhere, so we're gonna kind of, we'll kind of let you get off early, and maybe we'll get you back on at some other point, but uh, let's let's plug a couple of things here real quick, is the IHWE experience is Sunday, June 8th uh, at the Sendera Center in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, UTA Arlington TCU students, $7 with ID, adults $10, kids $5, uh, and military personnel free with ID. Uh, what else do you have going on besides the IHWE experience? Where else can we find you? Well, you can find us on the Pursuit Channel every Friday at midnight. Dish Network, DirecTV, and, and uh, check your local listings on www.traditionalwrestling.com. Check me out on that. I'm also working for Coastal Wrestling Federation down in Texas. They've got a lot, a lot of good things coming up. And hopefully on my website, www.facebook.com forward slash the Arab legend, Al-Farat, I'll, uh, I'll post information on that big news uh, up north. But in the meantime, I want to take this opportunity to tell you guys, thank you very much for having me on. And APOC... I'm only going to say this one time. You show up June a Sendera Center, Forward, Texas, because I'm going to fork you up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's awesome. 
on oh. that note, we'll let you get going to where you got to be, and we will uh, we'll be in touch with you. We'll get you back on at some point and and go a little bit longer with you. Shame Thank you, guys. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. It's, it's Thank been you. a pleasure, Prince. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, Prince Al Farad. What a <laughs> he was awesome. Very nice guy. That was great. Such a cool guy. I that that definitely. Uh, Went better than than I thought because I I didn't know what to expect out of that. But that he's really yeah, cool. It was, that was that was really cool, you know. It's uh, it's a shame we couldn't get him for longer. Uh, but you know, it's, hey, whatever we got was great, man. That was David. Was, David's got a, you know. David had his dates that he had booked, and this was one of them. And uh, I almost I, I was thinking this morning of just telling David, dude, can we reschedule this for next week? Because I feel like crap and. and now I kind of wish I did because he only had a, had that short period of time to be able to talk to us. Well, that was that was still a pleasure. Absolutely, the guy was awesome, and uh, I look forward to us getting a hold of him again and doing this again with him. So, and and uh, one of our previous guests uh, from IHWE will be a part of the IHWE experience as well, and that's Black Bart. Oh. Uh, will be making a guest appearance. Nice. Another another one of those. <clears throat> of course, Tom, Thomas guests. Thomas Shire will be on there. We had him a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. Ah yes, when I wasn't here. Yeah, you, you missed that one. He <laughs> was a cool guy too. <laughs> nice. We get a lot of cool, a lot of cool guests uh, by by way of one. We that's the one we we just kind of went fly on the fly. <laughs> we <laughs> even really we had no time to prepare. Yeah, we we got the announcement the night before, <laughs> and I went to bed and G was working, and it's kind of like okay, well. Uh, Let's roll with it, and we got the we got the guy on the phone, and we're like, "Dude, we know nothing about you. This is what we know. Tell us more." <laughs> you know? well, he, well, he was like the same way. He's like, "Um, well, yeah, they told me last night too." So yeah. <laughs> you got to be honest. Keep it, you keep it real, quote unquote. That Sounds was... cliche, but these guys are people. They get it. Oh, that was yeah, that was incredible though. Uh, the. Prince going into character at the end was just so. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was great that he said, you know, we, he could have, you know, it, you know. Sometimes it's more fun when these guys are out of character. Like mm-hmm. I, I was listening to uh, Talk Is Jericho and he had uh, Santino on, <laughs> and Santino is in character. Oh jeez. And Chris just kind of sounds like he's like patronizing him, kind of like, kind of like, oh well, okay, how did that go? <laughs> oh, so your sister Santina? Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, someone who's met him not once but twice, but he, he totally two different things. Because like the first time I met him, he was like quiet. He wasn't really doing the whole gimmick that he does now and then the second time it was stall you know with the whole he was all complete gimmicked out and it was like <laughs> oh yeah he's he's completely in in character just doing this whole thing and then they're talking about he's doing uh jingle all the way to mm-hmm. and chris is like so so what kind of accent are you using in the movie and he's well uh, you know i have to be from north carolina in the movie so i have to have the north carolina accent <laughs> and chris is like can we hear that <laughs> And he just like talks like you know like one of us like one of us. I have a massive character and it. it's weird. No, I'm I'm sure it is. I, it was just it's just like so you know he's in character as opposed to everybody that I've heard on the Steve Austin show mm-hmm. who are never in character. I'll tell you, man, that was just amazing. But yeah, when he, you know, it, it's it's fun to do the to talk to these guys out of character, and then when they get into character, especially a guy like that, you you hear the Texas accent, and then all of a sudden he's 
he's like, uh, oh, I'm going to fork you up. <laughs> that was <laughs> like, so cool. It was great. <laughs> that was good. It was and, good. And, it, and, and you know, of course, you know, he goes, he goes complete, like, southern gentleman type, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to cuss and... Here we are. We're like we're the we're the cussingest motherfuckers on the earth here. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Anybody that that listens to the show and anybody that comes on the show needs to understand one thing: we don't give a fuck. We don't fucking care. Who's gonna stop us from we, swearing? The FCC? We, Come on. Yeah, we right. just don't give a fuck. We don't. We're just we're just us. We do what we do, and we do it fucking well. And if you don't fucking like it, fuck you. How about that? <laughs> I'm offended. I'm quitting the group. Oh, no. No, no. The, and thus yeah, would end the streak. Me, yeah, that would end the streak. <laughs> I, I quit Canada, too. I'm done. I, I made my own country. G-Land. <laughs> I thought you quit Canada out of protest of Lesnar beating the streak. He's he's rooting he's rooting for the Bruins in the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. I, uh, no, actually, I, I'm part of the separation. <laughs> okay. So, now, so you are rooting for Montreal. On say. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's let's talk. Uh, we were talking a little bit be- about TNA before we uh, before we went to the break and uh, got the call. On um, say, mon ami. So let's let's talk about this. I don't, uh, I, I don't, I don't sh- understand you unless you speak in French, Joe. I don't speak French, so it sucks I don't to be know you. What you're saying I didn't hear that. <laughs> um, I've become the Steve Carell. No, no, uh, oh, no. All right. Speaking no, of things that don't make sense. No parlay France. There's a pay-per-view tonight. Yes, there is a pay-per-view tonight, which they just kind of sprung on people, <laughs> I, 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 I hear. Hey, guess what? We got a pay-per-view coming now. What are these <laughs> pay-per-views you speak of? Okay, well. Well, here we go. All right, let, let, let's run down the card here, and I know shit about anything that's going on right now, so this is all <laughs> you guys that actually watch the show. Uh, Willow and Kurt Angle versus Ethan Carter and Spud. Uh, I guess... Okay. Well, you know who Willow is. I know who Willow and is. Of course, you know it's, who he's that guy. Yep, and of course, you know who EC3 is. Of course, I've interviewed him. Exactly. He's a good guy. Yes. Who's so. this Kurt Angle guy? <laughs> well, I ba- heard he went to the Olympics. I, I don't know how he something did, about but. a broken freaking neck or whatever. <laughs> I think he uh, got a bronze. Good or God! Something. <laughs> something about milk. <laughs> milk. Milkamania is running wild. <laughs> Um, and I know who Spud is because I've seen him on on I, on an episode of TNA, and I sat through the damn segment just to get to Shark Boy, and I'm like, why am I watching this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Spud's kind of he's not as much a performer as he is just a character now. Um, I oh, man, I do love the little guy though. He's got a <laughs> your contract. He kind of he kind of reminds me of a short, uh, skinny British Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> He's always got the fucking. He always looks like he's got something wrong with his face. Like you know, somebody fucking hit him with a shovel. Is somebody called my name? <laughs> no, go back no. to your hole. No. <laughs> go back to well, your fucking hole. I'm sorry you didn't take that part off of you in the Spendable Sport, George. I had to give it to somebody else. Brother, leave now. <laughs> my my money's you know something, brother. Oh you know shit, something, brother. They oh, need some some power, to, some some star power. To, for <laughs> four, is, is tonight's pay per view being uh, broadcast from the Silver Dome? In the Silver Dome, brother. Dude. Oh Christ! Um, <laughs> uh, my money's gonna go on Willow and Kurt Angle winning this match, just because. Oh. Kurt Angle's received a number of beatdowns and and got his 
knee fucked up and you know they played that whole thing with him and Ethan Carter so I, I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be Willow and Angle's thing it's going to be their match umbrella match you know that umbrella did make uh, someone bought this on Wrestle Crap oh god <laughs> yeah, we're charging 40 bucks for a fucking <laughs> umbrella Jesus a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down yeah so. Exactly. God. So so we've got our jailhouse match between the Mountie and the Big Boss. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the committed match between Mr. Anderson and Samuel Shaw. I'm the Mountie. This, this is another one of those matches. Still trying to get Rhymers to do that song on the show. <laughs> no, he's got to do the Regal song. He, he missed man. it. You oh, weren't he here. It. He did it. I forgot. He did, a, he did a brief part of it, and he's like, it's just this over and over again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. Um. This is another one of those matches where the whole buildup has been almost completely Samuel Shaw. He has, it's been a constant, he constantly chokes out Anderson, and then he goes and goes back to his stalkerish ways, catfishing broads online and shit, whatever he's doing. And, uh,. The worst thing about this whole buildup is like, what do you do with this character if he wins? Yeah, nothing. You 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 fucking stab yourself in the brain fourteen times with with a with a fork, you know, in honor of our, our guest tonight. It makes no sense. Like this character's shelf life is done. That's so. I I have to go with with Mr. Anderson because I don't see an end game after this match at all. I see nothing with Samuel Shaw making any fucking sense and a point to him winning. So of course he will win because it's <laughs> well, fucking TNA. Well, that's kind of where I was gonna go with it. Was you know with with Anderson you can you can develop another feud between him and someone else. Um, it but with 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 Shaw it's like if he should so win this match. Okay, so you're gonna put Anderson on the shelf again, like you just did recently, and what the fuck's gonna happen with Shaw? He's still young. You can repackage him, or you could, uh, you know, give him some time off to maybe start another feud with somebody else in the future. Uh, maybe uh, TNA will eventually uh, up, you know, expand their roster so you can get more than what's going on here. See because... that that would be the right thing to do. You have Shaw lose, have some comedy segments from their home, and have him be cured and mm-hmm. come back as a different character. Yeah, but that's not what they're going to do. Right? Nope. 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 It's TNA. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just you know you see this whole this whole um, uh, pay per view lineup. This is basically what they throw at you every week on TNA. Every fucking week. Um, with the exception of, I don't, I don't see, uh, I don't see Abyss on the on the card. So you know, I'm sure he'll show up at the Magnus match, and he's gonna have, he's gonna help uh, Magnus lose. I think in the four weeks build up or so, Bobby Roode and Bully Ray have had two tables matches, and both of them have gone through about five tables. Yep, and the whole James Storm and Gunner thing is just getting old. Um, seriously, it's the same fucking wrestlers I'm every fucking, fucking week. Quitting. Yeah, That's exactly. Quit. Exactly. Hands quit. exactly. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, you know, I, I continue to try to watch this because I can't help myself. I'm, I'm kind of. It's kind of an addiction now between <laughs> watching Raw every week and watching. Do you realize if you came over here, yes, instead of watching that, 
I could watch NXT. You could watch Legends House and you could watch NXT. But the no, thing fuck is, Legends House. <laughs> but NXT you should watch. Yeah, and you can watch at any time you want. That's true. I yeah. don't have to watch it live. See, that's the thing. But is, I do watch it live, and I always tweet. Finally, wrestling is back on Thursday nights. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't. I I record all wrestling because I like to save my time. Um, because there is some shit on NXT. Um, speaking of of hype, for example, he wasn't around for the last few episodes. Thank God. <laughs> oh man, I hate that guy. Um, but 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 we get we get like. Rusev kind of sneaking back on, and it's like, no, just go do five minutes on one show. See, this, this, this is what I don't get. Else. This is this is the thing. Like, okay, we're gonna strip Paige of the NXT title. We're sorry, you know, we're sorry, we don't want to trip you of the title, but you got responsibilities as the Divas Champion and being on the main roster. And That's then right, in the same fucking episode, Paige is on, <laughs> Rusev's yeah. on, Tyson and, Kidd and is on. To her, it's the champion. <laughs> <laughs> it it just I. I Damn it! And the the problem with Thursdays usually is I have band practice, yeah. And it's out in South Wales, and not yeah. not the one near you, Mister Noise. Um, <laughs> that episode of NXT is like well in advance. Yeah, I, oh, mean, I know the Usos didn't even have their new tattoos yet in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know they're so, doing another string of tapings like this week. So I, I think they just did it. Find themselves yeah. in the TNA conundrum of of you know having. Uh, things appear on TV that shouldn't like Well, you notice they cut Paige's bad. entrance because Paige <laughs> was the was the NXT Women's Champion at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah well. it, it's so yeah, it's usually tough for me to be able to see NXT live. Um I'd rather see I'd rather watch that than um Dude, I, you you have a computer at home, don't you, George? Nope. Oh, that's too bad because I, 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 I don't think I'm ever buying the network at this point, even if it comes to Canada, because I've found so many ways to pirate it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> so if you spend your money mm-hmm. on your, your so-called network, and I'll just steal it because I can. <laughs> I, I, I found a new, uh, yet another website that I have like everything on. And, I, and guess how much it costs me a month? Hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Rhymes with De Niro. Oh yes, thanks. Academy Award-winning uh, actor. Ah yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, enjoy, enjoy it. And YouTube right. seems to have all the same matches that the network has. So right. I, <sighs> uh, what to do? What to do? All right, le- back well, to the shitty What to do is, is let's move on because we've got the tables match uh, alluded to earlier between Bobby Roode and Bully Ray. Hmm. Yes, and, and and George will verify. I I got my Bubba Ray Dudley action <sighs> figure back. Complete with Gene Simmons' tongue. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Got it uh, back. Where, where did it go? Uh, my buddy Turtle has had this action figure for the longest time. <laughs> from what oh, I from, with it. I well, wow. I lived with him for a while, and so my uh, stuff kind of got mixed in with his stuff, and uh, and uh, I went over to his house uh, Monday. Uh, I actually picked him up from work and drove him home, and he was like, "Um, I think this is yours." And he handed me the the, the Bubba Ray Dudley figure, and I, and there's more that I'm missing, and I'm sure he's probably still got them there, but you know, at least I got one of them back. <laughs> home invasion time. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, the the Bobby Roode Bubba Ray match, I don't care about, so whatever. I don't care. I lost. I I lost all shits that I would give for that. I don't care anymore. It's it's the same old bullshit over and over again and I'm just so fucking fed up with this this recurring nightmare that is TNA. 
Ah, um, uh, man, it's not that bad. It really is, though. Oh, it, there, there's some good stuff. We, we haven't got to it yet. Um, Bobby Roode's going to win here. Uh, he probably will. He's been putting fucking Bubba Ray through tables constantly. He's the new table match king, apparently. <laughs> All right. Devon's going to come back and put Bully through a table for a heel turn. Oh, he costs money. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I quit match between James Storm and Gunner. George wins. Yes. <laughs> because the, I, I won't quit. The loser of this match apparently quits receiving a paycheck <laughs> so that they can cut costs. But they they, they have to stay on the roster because they're on contract. <laughs> Gunner has a multi-year contract just signed last week. We talked about that. Um, so I'm going with Gunner. <laughs> All right. Um yeah, Big I'm going gun. with Gunner. Number one. I'm going with Gunner, too. He's doing it for his dad. <laughs> That's true. Up in heaven, late in the first row. <laughs> yes. Oh, he, he's a dad. He, he, if anyone's committed to showing up in the impact zone, Gunner's dad. <laughs> he took a beer bottle, but uh, came back for the next week. That's right. He's he's a tough mother. That's right. I'm sure. He's, he's like a genie in a bottle. <laughs> Which is coincidentally what he got whacked with. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. Oh, good lord. Uh, the tag team titles. You know, show up. Oh, Shaquille and Yell should show up. That would be better. Tag team titles on the line. It is a handicap tag team match. The Bromans and uh, DJ Zima Ion, former guest on this show, pew, by the pew, way, pew. Uh, versus the Wolves. <laughs> I dude, I I'm pulling for the wolves just because I like Zima Ion. I really do. He's really cool, but I fucking hate the bromance. It's an awful fucking concept, <laughs> awful fucking gimmick. Makes me it just makes me want to shit blood. It hey, really does. I got an idea. That Zack Ryder guy is getting over in WWE. Let's give two guys his gimmick and make him a tag team. Oh god, it hey, makes now, me sick. Don't don't infringe on Dixie Carter's. Uh creativity now. Oh, yeah, she came up she with only the first. the beard. Oh, man. She didn't invent Guido, so that was, that was Chris Jericho. <laughs> but Dixie Carter did invent, you know, p- collar-popping douchebags. Okay. <laughs> now, look, look. Bitches like my new haircut. <laughs> Bitches <laughs> like my new haircut. I, I just think, I just hope that this is the match where the Wolves win, the Bromans break up, and Zima Ion gets his career back. Um, ah, not now, Chief. I'm in the zone. Oh, God. The Wolves are running. <laughs> no. Died a scarf uh, for a reason. No. Oh, I hope the Wolves <laughs> No. Well, <laughs> well, the, Anyways. Uh, well, the Wolves weren't good enough to win the NXT tag team titles. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm but sure, but I'm sure the they're good NXT enough to win the track. TNA tag team t- Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> oh, one of them decided to get dropped on his fucking head. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we can't hire you because our guy botched a move on you. So, um, yeah, that's for business. Whoops. Triple, triple H uh, is a funny, funny creature. The X Division title is on the line. Is, uh, this is going to be awesome. Sen- this is the match to tune in for. Sonata defends against Tigre Uno. The best part of the game the last weeks in a row. Sonata's promos and segments have been awesome. And I don't think this uh, Tigre, you know, guy or whatever he wants to be called, is uh, he has no reason to win. It's, it's not all the way. 
there is no X division. So who cares? Hey, man, king of the night, man. <laughs> yeah, you got it's three. These two guys and Kenny King. Yeah, there's three guys in the X division now. Wow. <laughs> uh, That's why they stopped doing triple threat matches. Jeez. Yeah, here, here's our X division. Enjoy the match. <laughs> Madison Rain defends the Knockouts Championship against Angelina Love. Uh, yeah, that's beautiful people. It's going to be Angelina. Butter, yeah, Angelina. Butterface. <laughs> she really is. I'm sorry. She's just... Yeah. Uh, right. I, I think Angelina's going to win it, but I just... God, she's just fucking ugly. <laughs> sorry. Uh, and, like and final backwards. <laughs> Angelina Love wins because that other chick, uh, random... Knockout. What's her name? The new one, uh, Brittany. Brittany. Okay, yeah. So, so Brittany, they've pretty much completely like forecasted what's going on here. Brittany keeps getting shoved away by Madison Rain, wanting to help her. So she's gonna turn on on him and uh, join the beautiful people. I mean, come on, this is <laughs> it's too easy. <laughs> it's so obvious. If it doesn't happen, like it's like I don't even understand what Vince Russo is thinking. <laughs> he doesn't Christy actually the show. He doesn't really actually involved with the show. Don't tell anybody. Shh. <laughs> the World Heavyweight Championship on the line as Eric Young defends against Magnus. Eric Young. I was gonna. Yeah. Uh, once again, it's a, it's another storyline that's been so painfully obvious with uh, you know with Abyss you know keeping his job. And you know, at last week's, uh, the last taping of uh, TNA, he was talking about how he neglected the people that were there for him, and he's like, "You know who you are," and you know, and stuff like that. So obviously, he's going to come out and help Eric Young against Magnus, and Eric Young is going to keep his championship. I think Eric Young is going to knock Magnus out with his beard. <laughs> I, I think Eric Young is going to win with a knee to the face, and he's going to get. He's going to have the entire you know, the entire TNA galaxy chanting uh, chanting <laughs> his new ca- his new catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's going to be still a fire, Eric. <laughs> no, it's gonna. It's his new catchphrase. When, when gonna... you were a fan dangling, don't fire fire Eric back in two thousand and six. Yeah, his his new uh, catchphrase is going to be yup, yup, yup. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Isn't that Ryback's old catchphrase? Yep, yep, yep. What'd it do? That's how Ryback's guys are. You forgot Ryback's name. <laughs> What's her Ryback, anyway? I only know Ryback's old. It's the big guy. Yeah. <laughs> fucking twin. <Well. laughs> I, I deleted him from Twitter. Um. <laughs> Good idea. Uh, so what's the Iron Sheik have to say this week? Iron Sheik say, fuck you, buddy. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, then. Um, Tuesday. Every day should be the Earth Day and equal and important to everybody should be Chris Brown has mosquito, mosquito dick day. Jeez. Happy I celebrate Earth- that. Happy Earth Day, except for Justin Bieber today. The happy you dick smaller than que- quinoa, quinoa and you piece of dead dog shit day. It's quinoa. What? I can't pronounce. Sorry. No, no, no. I, it's not you. It's not. It, I'm just. I'm just. It's. It's. I can it's, barely speak English, buddy. 
<laughs> you do better than it's I true. do most days. <laughs> I'm so glad that Justin Bieber is an American citizen now. It's all good. No, he's not. He's Puerto Rican now. We sent him to Puerto Rico. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, is it Puerto Rico part of the States? Yep. No, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> we own them. We, we haven't made them a part of the country yet. Because <laughs> um, nobody wants to add the 51st star to the flag. Fuck <laughs> yeah. the Shakespeare. Respect the Shakespeare. Go fuck yourself forever, Jabroni. <laughs> Who have the bigger beard? James Harden or the Dwight Howard mother? Oh, Dwight, Dwight Coward, you wear lipstick and get fucked by 50 dead dogs. You are big time Jabroni. Raise the balls. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thursday, Cliven Bundy, your brother King Kong Bundy, going to sit on your fucking face and break your fucking neck. Wow. Ronald McDonald, you look like fucking dumb McNugget dick, low life cheese burger tick. Fuck you and fuck your Big Mac. I break your fucking neck. <laughs> Ronald McDonald. Jesus. <laughs> Ronald Mc Well, I don't know. You See, here we have the Taco Bell started serving breakfast, and they've had all these commercials with different men, people well, named Ronald McDonald. So I think he probably saw that. No, was... no, no, no. They're actually, uh, there was a story came out that they're actually changing the look of Ronald McDonald through McDonald's and that they're going to be posting Ronald McDonald selfies on their Twitter account. Uh, and and that's what Sheik's referring to. But my whole thing about it was, as soon as I heard there was a story out there about Ronald McDonald, it made me, made me want to go to Taco Bell. So that's some effective <laughs> fucking advertising. <laughs> um, uh, Ronald McDonald, your mother sucked more dick than the fucking Bette Midler. Bette <laughs> Midler's a classy dame. She's a classy dame. <laughs> she does. She's very classy. And she sucks a lot of cock, too. Probably about 37 <laughs> on the way to the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. Hey, you, you get, get back, back here. here. <laughs> oh, I love that. She's, she's the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> Friday. Friday, I love the Canada, and more important, the Canadian beer. Yup. Saturday, the Donald Sterling, you dumb raisin balls, piece of shit. You never insult the Black Brothers. I'm going to break your fucking neck, jabroni. Finally, good night. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, a guy who owns an NBA franchise, the uh, the LA Clippers, as it were, decided to go out and say to his biracial girlfriend stop hanging around with black people in public <laughs> well there goes your whole basketball team yeah <laughs> this dude owns a fucking nba franchise um i i've had to say they used to be the buffalo uh, the buffalo uh, braves. braves yeah yep. i uh <laughs> i followed the comedian uh, dl hughley on uh, facebook and he has blown up Facebook with his views on Donald Sterling, and uh, one of them it's a it's like a fake movie poster, and it's got a picture of Chris Paul with just kind of like his head in his hands, and it says 12 years a Clipper" instead of the movie "12 Years a Slave." <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. That, that was that was pretty interesting. <laughs> Shoutouts, of course, and we've done these earlier, but we'll do them again. Cheapheat.com and AngryMarks.com. Uh, Cassidy's our boy over there. Cheap Heat. Gets us guests every now and then. Yes, he does. Uh, shout out, of course, to Alice. Oh, yes. At Rational Wrestling Review. You can find her podcast online, rwrpodcast.com. Check her out on the Jim Cornette Experience on MLW. Check it out or I break your fucking back and make you humble. And, of course, get your great wrestling tees through Booker Tees at Booker Tees, T-E-E-S, on Twitter. They are doing a solid with some of their ideas. And uh, hopefully we'll be working with them soon to get some of our t-shirt ideas out there shit yeah 
They've got the graphics. We just need to get them on the ball here to get those shirts up. Oh, we will. Dude, brother. It's free. It's only a matter of time. Oh. In TNA, some of the talent are unhappy that longtime workers like AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, and Chris Sabin are being let go. Well, at the same time, the company brought in the talent for the pay-per-view tapings to go over the regulars who still remain, despite the recent round of cost-cutting. <laughs> okay, uh, here's what I got to say about this. I'm glad Bobby Lashley's back. Uh, he put on a great match against Kenny King. You could still find his WWE action figure at uh, overstock stores. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, if if Joe, if you get a chance. I think one of the highlights, the highlight of the TNA taping for this past week was the Bobby Lashley Kenny King match. So if you get a yeah, chance, yeah, it was to, a good match. It was. it was a good good spot in there where he caught him in midair and yep. like reversed. That was pretty sweet. Kenny King was trying to was going to go for one of the, for a blockbuster, and Bobby Lashley caught him in midair and turned it into a stalling uh, vertical suplex. It was incredible. And Donald Trump saw it, and Donald Trump loved it. We it. love Bobby. His, his fucking his hair fell off as a result. Um, so well, yeah, that's the thing about Bobby Lashley is that they promote him and yeah. they let you know every week that he's going to appear on the show because they're spending all that money on him. And of course, his contract can't be too cheap. It's really smart of them to ensure that you know he's going to be on that week because that would drive ratings up. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather they give some of these guys a couple weeks off and bring back well, they do. bring back Daniels and Sabin and oh, they're gone. I know. Uh, TNA talent are being told not to take pictures with Jeff Jarrett because they don't want the pictures to appear on the Global Wrestling Force account. <laughs> That's okay because those guys will eventually appear on Global Wrestling. I'm, I'm sure they will. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, I don't know if you guys heard this story. They found the copies of E.T., the Atari game, oh, yeah. E.T. Oh, they right. found them in, yeah, a new, yeah, in a New Mexico yeah. landfill. Yeah, the guy, the guy who R- was R- one of the guys who actually helped develop the game revealed uh, a while back that he was aware there was a landfill. He just didn't know where it was. So it's not really breaking news that it exists. But What's they, they, they found they it. found it. They found it. Now, now, now. You now, actually now. owned E.T. I did. I did. I admit I it. I played it, but I knew the legend that they buried them all. <laughs> Now, oh, now, now the ru- the rumors that uh, that a that a cache of TNA DVDs were found uh, were were buried in Tennessee are still unfounded. <laughs> and uh, Dixieland shirts, <laughs> Dixieland shirts. <laughs> oh, the theme song to that rumor is "Down in a Hole" by Allison Chains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of heat on Dixie Carter right now on TNA for a variety of problems: the lack of a new TV deal with Spike, the low morale along- among talent and management, and the fact that John Gaburik is out of his depth and creative. A role he never had in WWE. There's even heat about creative keeping too many secrets, such as Eric Young becoming a world champion with the belief if they spent as much energy on planning and ideas as they do on keeping secrets, the product would be much better. Nah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, I agree. Jesus. I like to be genuinely surprised, but when I'm genuinely surprised, I like to actually enjoy the surprise. Not that I don't enjoy Eric Young being the champion. I think he deserves it. He's a hell of a worker. But still, it's... yeah. Now, the problem with the rest Eric of the show, thing, as we talked about last week, it's not that he's the champion. It's that they didn't build anything really. They just kind of 
forced it and made it happen without any which is, actual which is why Austin that made you care. Which is why it's Austin like, walked oh. out of WWE. Austin walked it's, out of WWE because they wanted him to job to Brock Lesnar with no build. So so now they got Magnus like, oh, you're going to job to Eric Young with no build. Like, okay, sure. Here's the belt. <laughs> Paper champion. Yeah, but they, they, don't, they never really built Taker's last few years of matches anyway. They've, they've relied on the idea of the streak. I'm not. I, I I got over that while we did our podcast in Postmania. Like the, the the Taker thing. If if he had won, we all would have been talking about how <laughs> shitty the match was, because it was a shitty match. You know. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was very anticlimactic. I, it was boring as fuck. And Taker looked like an old man. And we yeah. would have been talking about that. And that's that's the thing that kind of sucks about it. Like I'm not. I, I was I was upset and shocked immediately. That's why I sent that message out. Like we have to do a podcast. I needed to be talked down just as much as anyone else. I've, and while we, while we did the show, I mean, I went. I literally came to to, to terms partly because we were talking about it um, with what happened and realized, you know, it had to end. I liked the idea of the mystique of having you know a wrestler that could being a dead man who could very well come back, come back, but. Vince McMahon apparently made the decision that yeah. was not the case, and that's out of our hands, man. Uh, so I, it's my understanding. It Brock Lesnar is a great person to put it on. It re- re- rehabbed his character. We all hate him now, which is good because he's a fucking heel, and it and allows uh, Heyman to use this this uh, heat in a way that no other person can. And when Brock Lesnar ultimately is defeated, it will transfer some of that energy not all of it of course we'll never have a streak again that's fine whatever deal with it all right not hugger jeans the the point being that when he gets beaten somebody is going to get a nice rub off of that win and people have forgotten about him being jobbed out to triple h and cena yeah they lost they've, until i reminded them sorry guys it's it's my understanding that the undertaker is uh going to be on the steve austin podcast at some point That'd so, be cool. so if if that does if that's indeed true, uh, we might, you know, Austin might ask him. Austin true. might because Austin's not a guy that's going to be like, okay, I can only ask you what the WWE wants me to ask you, but first call one eight hundred flowers and buy the flowers, <laughs> and then buy the replay, and then buy watch the me in the Expendables. By the replay. That's a, been a while since we've said that on this show. Damn right. Anyways, uh, announcement from TNA. Uh, TNA Entertainment, the Nashville-based sports entertainment company known for the global pro wrestling program, Impact Wrestling, has signed with UTA. It was announced jointly today by Dixie Carter, the president of TNA Entertainment, and UTA, which is a United Talent Agency. Yeah, I had to look that one up. It took me a while to figure out what the fuck that was. Which is completely different than UTI. Right. Which, uh, yeah, we all know, but we've all heard about that. Uh, internally, people on TNA are very excited with inking this deal with the United Talent Agency, which will represent them in negotiations to get TNA's TV contract renewed, as well as get them cross-promotional marketing for the stars of their show. Speaking of negotiations and contracts, MVP has inked a f- uh, full-time deal to stay with TNA. Yay, I think. Whoopee. <laughs> I've, yeah. I'd rather listen to FVP talk than Dixie Carter, though. I'll yeah. say, I'm going to just have to admit well. that. ABC's The Goldbergs will be doing a special episode dedicated to Ultimate Warrior. Coincidentally, WWE is trying to get the Warrior tribute they ran on WWE Network last week, a slot on the USA Network. 
or on the internet, which you can find for free. No yeah. reason to find it. Right, right. Dude, you had me. You had me going just for a minute. I thought you you were going to say the Goldbergs are going to do a, a episode dedicated to Bill Goldberg. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was hoping. <laughs> I've never heard of this show, so at first I did think it was some kind of Bill Goldberg-based show. It would have been so fucking yeah. sweet, dude. And Mark, I'm going to PM you the link so you don't have to buy the network either. <laughs> uh, Kurt Angle says he'll make a decision about going back to WWE by December which of course excludes the possibility that WWE even wants him uh, he says he'd be happy to stay in TNA but he wants to retire in WWE fun Sami Zayn had Tony Chimmel announce, or introduce him as being from Syria on the Saudi Arabia tour and he cut local promos in Arabic wow can I be Syria for a second <laughs> <laughs> it's a super serial Jeez. <laughs> Video but game no, nerds. Well, then it must be Fruit Loops. Oh, <laughs> Fruity Loops. Video game nerds unite. It ain't stealing if it's abandonware. WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game, is available on Abandonia.com. And by the way, not only that, WWF In Your House is available there as well. Oh, man. Guess who downloaded both of them last night and is going to bring a controller to work from now on? Hmm. There you go. <laughs> I think you got. I put that in there because I I know some of us are nerds for games. It's pretty sweet. You can go back and enjoy this title. I didn't know about the other ones up there too. That's awesome. I'm there, there's a couple that. of there's a few other WWE games up there as well, but I never heard of the of them. Uh, but the the ones that I got were WrestleMania and uh, of course In Your House, which is a follow up to WrestleMania the arcade game. <laughs> Man, those were the days. I still like the one that um, the tag team game, uh, WWE game. Oh, uh, WrestleFest. Yeah, where where you were, you know, the you're one. either in the tag team or you're in the Royal Rumble. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, yep. Used, I used to dump so many fucking quarters into that. Well, game. they have that on the iDevices. Oh, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's I have it on mine, and you can, and it's I, been updated, so you can play like all the classic characters. But then they also have like Cena and Punk and a few others on yeah. there too. Well, you know, I played the demo of it when I had an iPhone for a brief, brief, brief period of time, and I I wasn't huge into that version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will occasionally uh, break out the emulator and play the uh, <laughs> original arcade version. Yeah, that's what I want. I'd love to just get the arcade box the the whole arcade game itself oh yeah absolutely uh, if if i have if i do come into money that will be one of the one of the first maybe 50 extravagant purchases purchases i make absolutely because one yeah, of the there's car- a bunch of cabinets i'd love to own i, I mean yeah. good one. I, would, I like the simpsons game oh yeah oh fuck. That, that was one. the only arcade game i've ever finished oh my <laughs> god i uh, george and i if we really wanted to could go play that right after the show because i have it on the xbox 360 we could yeah but having the Wait, i, I do have to pick my wife up though ah. <laughs> I, I I got lots of games on emulators, but there's there's something about our childhood and our, our oh absolutely I, I absolutely <laughs> agree with you. Lining up your quarters for the next play, the fact that you don't have some fucking kid on the headset like calling you every derogatory thing because <laughs> if he did that at the arcade, you punch him square in the fucking neck. Oh, he yeah. got he got drop kicked easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you that's the only time I've up, that's man. the only yeah, time I've ever enjoyed multiplayer is at the arcade. Game. <laughs> I did have something like that happen. Cheating at like the bowling games with the tickets, so you could get like the fucking shitty giant plastic comb. <laughs> yeah, and getting yelled at by the the coin dispenser for like running up the ramp and tossing the balls in the fifty hole. Yeah. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, Mick Foley explained. Speaking of video games, why he won't sign his WWE Legends deal. 
I'll be writing in more detail about this in the next week or so, but it would be fair to say that despite strong sales, I've found the payoffs for the past two video games to be extremely weak in the 25% range of what most talent was expecting. Foley has a lot of heat on him with WWE Brass and Stanford, not only for criticizing how Daniel Bryan was booked before WrestleMania, but for publicly blogging about why he wouldn't sign his Legends contract. So is he in those last two games then? He is, yeah. He's a big part of the last two games. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. It's kind of hard to make a game based on the Attitude Era without Mick Foley, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A right. Well, I know. I, I'm assuming you probably didn't pick that up. I never actually got around to picking it up myself, but we talked about I it so much. I played 13, but not 14. He's in yeah. 14, and he's in uh, some of the WrestleMania things, I think. That's right. Um, Christopher Daniels. I became a free agent and a published comic writer on the same day. So I guess he's gone. He's gone. Oh, yeah, he's long gone. Long gone. Jeff Jarrett's PR people sent out a notice, but this sentence is the key. Global Force Wrestling is pleased to welcome former NASCAR driver and current Fox Sports NASCAR analyst Hermie Sandler to its board of directors. The time, timetable for a, for a live event from GFW or GWF rather uh, has now moved up to October of this year after being pr- reported as not until late 2015. I'm not going to give any myota of a shit until they have their first event. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, former TNA Associate Director of Public Relations Chris Thomas is now working for Jared. It's truly ex- it's a truly exciting time. Jeff has always been a visionary, and wrestling fans are ready for the next big innovation. Can't, we can't wait to share more exciting announcements in the coming weeks. Stay tuned. Maybe they'll announce they signed a wrestler. <laughs> so... Yeah, in, in all fairness, though, if it's that late when they're going to go, um, yeah, I'm they sure there's going to be a lot of last-minute signings because these guys can't just sit at home making no money yeah. and, and be under contract. And they can't afford to pay them when they're not bringing any revenue. And so Exactly. I, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, we're, we're going to make jokes about this for a while, and, and I'll be one of them, and I'll admit to it now. Um, but I mean, common too. sense must prevail here, right? I mean, there's no, there's no indie guys that are going to be like, yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll eat cardboard and uh, live in, live in this corner of the alley. Of, you know. Right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. I expect we're going to see a couple of these guys that have walked quietly come over and oh, have sure. it, like talks with Jeff and and make some sort of deal that's going to fly under the radar and I was going to know about it for months. Like, Daniels might have already had that conversation. He's just going to go work for a while. Maybe Styles is already locked up. He's just going to work for OH until then. Who knows? But one of those guys, I guarantee you, I'll, I'll put George's life on the line on this bet. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. He would put my own. Come on. Um, <laughs> that, that we're going to see at least one of these major names is going to show up. It it's kind of seems like a, a lock. Like, that's probably why they're walking away from I'm these sure. deals that are being offered. It's like, go make money while your name is still known. Go work Japan. Go work ROH. Go work the indie dates. Be the marquee on the card and get the big money for that yeah. indie date. And then when, when it launches, go try it out and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Time will remain, you know, time time to wait, and it will remain to be seen. We're talking about a product launch right now and a a promotion launching, but of course now we can talk about the demise of a promotion because to the surprise of almost no one at this point, Steve O'Neill is packing it in and killing Extreme Rising. Quote, all Extreme Rising live events for Philadelphia and Pittsburgh Friday, April 25th, Saturday, April 26th, Saturday, May 3rd are canceled. For full refund, please contact your credit card company or bank directly or store purchased at. 
Mass Republic has confirmed that all talent originally scheduled for Sunday's high pay-per-view will still appear, and it will still be held at the ECW Arena with or without Extreme Rising. Now, I have a statement from Gregory Iron, uh, who was on our show not too long ago. Uh, he says, I was booked for Extreme Rising three times. I was also canceled three times. Support good, reliable indie wrestling promotions that have never deleted their Facebook, Twitter, or canceled shows with little or no notice. AIW Wrestling in Cleveland, AAW Wrestling in Chicago, Clash Pro in Michigan, Empire State Wrestling in New York, 2CW in New York, Old Time Wrestling in Ohio, IWC Wrestling in Pittsburgh, Smash Wrestling in Toronto, and Remix Pro in Marietta, Ohio. <laughs> so he put over our uh, local indie a little bit in there, and I, I appreciate yeah. that. That's and he's going to be at the show on May seventeenth, so we're actually going to actually meet Gregory Iron finally, <laughs> because it's a bigger venue. We won't be cut off by the line to get somewhere else to try and get over to him. Uh, anyway, uh, Nancy Grace. Speaking of cancellations, apparently canceled her R.J. Brewer interview because she wants to quote make amends with the wrestling community. She can go eat a bag of dicks. That's all I got to say about that. Well, we were kind of having a discussion about this yesterday uh, where somebody had mentioned, I, I think in a post on Reddit or something, right? Is that is that what it was, G? The post yeah, on Reddit? Probably, that's probably where I found it. Uh, and, and they had mentioned that uh, we'd love to see Paul Heyman as a guest on the Nancy Grace show. Yeah. Paul Heyman, and, and who was the other one? Jim Cornette was yeah. the other one that was mentioned. Oh. Yep. Oh. And I would, either one of them two would destroy Nancy Grace. Dude, that's DVR material. It would be fucking, that's like rewatching material, YouTube if you, fodder. If you listen to, the, to uh, I keep shilling his show, the Steve Austin show with Paul Heyman uh, from last week. Heyman was talking about he left the wrestling business before this. This is before ECW. He left the wrestling business, and he was in talks to basically be the next Howard Stern. So Paul Heyman has that media background. So if you put Paul Heyman on Nancy Grace's show, and she was trying to pull some bullshit like she pulled on Diamond Dallas Page, Paul Heyman isn't gonna go, isn't gonna fall for that shit. Not no. not to say that DDP is not a, not a smart guy. He's he's obviously a very smart guy, mm -hmm. very smart businessman, and, and very a very. Uh, intelligent when it comes to fitness and everything uh but you know he kind of got ambushed mm -hmm. a guy like paul Heyman, whose job is to think yeah is going to come is would go on this show and paul Heyman would just take over mm -hmm. paul Heyman is a loud mouth diamond Dallas page he's a loud guy but he's not a loud mouth yeah and he's a very nice guy he, he's a nice loud guy whereas <laughs> whereas paul Heyman will not he will be Whatever he has to be, Paul to Heyman. Paul Heyman. Uh, Paul Heyman, probably one of the nicest guys, I'm sure. But but don't get on his bad side. He's brutally, brutally, he's brutally honest. Absolutely, and I, I think Paul Heyman or or even Jim Cornette would absolutely have torn Nancy Grace a new one and, if they were in the position that Diamond Dallas Page was. And if, and if somebody dare put both of them on the show with her, oh, God. Oh, my God. Well, they don't like each other, though, yeah, so the, they would, they'd be bickering with each other the whole time. It, yeah, and Nancy uh, Grace would slip would away. They would actually focus her attention on... They, they might. They might come together for the common enemy. <laughs> truce, truce. Yeah. They would fuck her up, man. I've heard Cornette respects Heyman, and I'm sure Heyman respects Cornette, but I've heard Cornette talk on, on his podcast a number of times about it, and he's like, he, he admits that they don't always agree, and more often than not, they don't, but he, he also says openly, like, he totally respects Paul Heyman. And, and then he'll, of course, turn his attention to Vince Russo, and, and yeah, of course, <laughs> it's totally a different story altogether. 
Jesus. Quite entertaining. Speaking of comments, Dish Network has a comment on Extreme Rules. Quote, Dish continues to evaluate all WWE pay-per-view on an event-by-event basis. We will announce whether WWE's Extreme Rules will be available closer to its air date. And, and don't worry, folks. I got a link for you. Well, the fact of the matter is... The, yeah. the fact yeah, of the matter go, is, go click on the, the go click on the network link on that site. Check it out. You'll see everything the, that we've missed. The fact of the matter is, like these these satellite companies, and it's just the satellite companies because you don't hear shit from Comcast or Time Warner or anybody that, like you know Viewers Choice any of that shit. It's all the fucking satellite companies that are like, no, we don't want this extra money, and kind of like pushing people in the U.S. towards. You know, well, fuck you if you're if we're locked into into a contract with you assholes, and you're not going to give us the content we want, we'll go get it elsewhere. Hell yeah! yeah. And, and the problem being though that the digital companies, I mean, one of one just one of them has forty percent of the market share, so that's yeah. kind of like, oh, what are you going to do? I don't get it either. Like I, we've talked about this so many times. It's like I agree with the found money. Contract. I know, and, and and we don't need to we don't need to really get into it again because we've talked about it so many times. It's just the fact that I'm a I'm a Directv subscriber, and yeah. I was giving Directv a lot of money. I'm still giving them money. I'm pay, I'm right right now this week. I have to pay off extra, uh, the uh, the Elimination Chamber pay per view. <laughs> okay, so I'm still paying them for WWE pay per views. But of course, as soon as WrestleMania came around and they had the WWE Network, it's like, well, fuck it. I'm not you know I don't give a shit if they carry it or not because I can get it for cheaper elsewhere. Yeah. And so still in justice during uh, Legends House first twenty minutes of that airing of uh, that episode. What this week? Uh, last week apparently. I I you know it's funny because I actually missed the beginning of Legends House last week, so I can't ah, okay. verify either way. But this week everything was fine. I had no problems watching any of the shows. Hmm. I just wonder why it crashed. I mean, there can't be that many more people watching a fucking Legends House over WrestleMania, right? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. wonder. I, it made me think about this. I I was I totally forgot about it until now. Until we got into this topic, because I was wondering if maybe possibly that they uh, they had like some sort of lease deal with like additional server usage for WrestleMania setup just to ensure it wouldn't crash, and then perhaps they didn't have the same equipment set up for something like Legends Host. I don't know. I wonder. I wonder what the logistics behind the internet setup for them is. I, yeah, I, I didn't really even interested in that. I didn't even hear anything about it. But it wasn't like twenty minutes. It was because I tuned in like maybe five or ten minutes late, and I didn't miss anything on the show maybe except it for depends on the area. And I have no idea. That, it could that's be. what I heard. I mean, being reported. By, I mean, by, uh, and, and I know we were talking last week about Legends House and and how the first episode was actually not that good. Uh, oh, but but shocking. But typically. I've noticed this about TV shows is the first episodes always suck because they're, they have to establish characters and they have, well, my problem with legends house was, okay, I already know who these fucking guys are. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're well, legends. They're, they're also catering to like a younger lot of fans. Younger yeah. Fans. Yeah. I mean, and, that, like, and like, most of those shows, these MTV style reality shows, that's what it is, right? They're, yeah. they're, they're appealing to a, a younger demographic than you are. Not that's, to say that's true. anything wrong with And I, I, I will admit I did enjoy the second episode. I, I liked it. It was, it was you know. Oh, f- you know, fair enough. I mean, I, I yeah. still get a kick out of Total Divas, so I mean. I haven't, I haven't watched it this season. I, I stopped. I watched last season, and I, I kind of got bored with it after like three or four weeks. And I'm like, okay, my wife still wants to watch this, but I'm not going to watch yeah. it. <laughs> if it's I, I, on when I'm, if it's myself. on, if she's watching it when I'm in the living room, I'll watch it. But other than that, like, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, I, it's a lot of shows right now for me. I just have them backlogged on my DVR because hockey. Um, yeah, oh yeah, hockey's on right now. 
especially the first round. It, oh yeah, it's on my TV as well. <laughs> I've been watching both games during the morning, um, and that, that's just kind of it. Like right now, we're oversaturated with the first round, which is awesome if you're a fan, and if you're not, well, then fuck. This game's gonna go to overtime again, isn't it? It's one-one at the end of one. St. <laughs> Louis and St. Louis and uh, Chicago. Yeah, that's Chicago. Right. <laughs> H.A. Lee and CM Punk were at Game Five. Yeah, I, I, I know that. It's not in the notes, but I, uh, I actually knew that. You know, it's funny. I went to uh, I went to Best Buy uh, Friday to kill some time. Uh, and it was before the game, and I'm like, you know, complaining about having to work, and I'm like, you know, but what I'll do is I'll end up going in, and I'll end up watching the Blues game, and my buddy Brandon goes, Hawks game. <laughs> Blues game. Hawks game. Because <laughs> he's rooting for the Hawks, and I know George is, and I'm, of course, rooting for the Blues. <laughs> and, but, 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 if Chicago wins... I'm jumping on the Chicago bandwagon again because that's the other team I like in the West. I just like the Blues better. Well, see, like I like I had mentioned the last time we we discussed this, if St. Louis defeats Chicago in this series, I'm okay with that with just because of the fact that Chicago's had a good few years. Yeah. And you know, and St. Louis is really coming up and I I give them credit and I'm there are going to be no sour grapes. I'll feel fine well, with them defeating right. Chicago. Well, let's let's uh, move on here because we're running into overtime. Yes, that's right. My wife's we, waiting for well, me to we'll pick her up. We'll talk about the Seabrook Bacchus check. Got a Bacchus check, folks. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that later. I, I gotta <laughs> we, we gotta get through the show so I can pick up my. We gotta wife. talk about yes. Wednesday. We do. Yes. Uh, well, first of all, we gotta talk about USA Network because USA Network is in the process of securing a long-term renewal for WWE Raw and has already prepared for it to be the flagship show of Monday nights in the fall. Uh, do WWE get the same deals before? Does Vince even come close to his expectations to double the old payday? I say um, no. I well, say what I understand, no. what I. What I'm hearing had, is is USA they Network had the exclusive rights to negotiate, and they let it expire. And I don't think they're getting double their pay. I think they're probably getting pretty much the same deal. Well, the understanding I have is that whatever offer WWE gets, USA Network will match. That they definitely want to keep Monday Night Raw. So we'll have to see how that turns out. We're, we still got a little while before that needs to be finalized. We'll see. They haven't so, had any offers yet. We'll we'll keep an eye out. Uh, Wednesday, as you guys like to call Paige, was stripped of her NXT title this week via JBL pointing out that she should not be around, that she would not be around to defend it, and a tournament will be held to determine the new champion. Uh, Paige is being given wins on TV over lower card to mid card divas like Oksana and Alicia Fox, so that the WWE Raw and SmackDown audience can quote get to know her. By the way. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert, the finals of that tournament will take place on NXT TakeOver at the end of this month. Aha. End of May, rather. Yeah, it's <laughs> in the news. It's in the notes. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, I'll, I'll, again, likes available. Contact me. You don't have to pay for the network, folks. <laughs> Despite the facts that the fans seemingly turned on Cena by picking a three-on-one handicap match on Raw against the Wyatt, WWE does not want to turn the Wyatt's face or Cena heel. In fact, as long as the Shield are going face, WWE will keep the Wyatt's as heel as possible. Hey, speaking of St. Louis, Raw is from St. Louis next week, and woo! Oh, Ric Flair is booked. Oh, shit. Uh, who who wants to see Ric Flair uh, get pissed off about not being in the uh, the reformation of Evolution and side with the Shield? I do. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Uh, it still isn't confirmed, but if Sting has or has not signed his WWE contract, but since he was used in the Warrior Special and a DVD set is planned for the fall, his signature at this point just seems to be a formality. 
Uh, here's the official announcement. WWE has announced another two-hour NXT special to air live on WWE Network next month. On May 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern, this one will be called NXT TakeOver. Uh, this is George Bank Account News. <laughs> Adam Rose, Sami Zayn, and Adrian Neville all now have WWE t-shirts for sale. Ah, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm going to pass. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I love it. The Shield dropped a Simpsons reference. <laughs> Look at that. Shield. Time to dance, and it's Mr. Burns releasing the hounds. <laughs> Excellent. Fucking A right. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin is a proponent of gay marriage. You can get your gay marriage at one eight hundred flowers. Uh, he pick doesn't up. even pl- he doesn't even plug that anymore. It's just the one I can think of right off the top up, of my head. You can pick up your flower arrangements for your next gay wedding at one eight hundred flowers. What? I got some damn good friends that are gay. Uh, I'm absolutely for same sex marriage. Swig a beer for the same sex marriage, man. And that's the power bottom line because Stone Cold said so. I don't think that there is a god that says you cannot do this, you cannot do that. If two cats can't get married, but then a guy can go murder 14 people, molest five kids, then go to prison and accept God, he's going to let them into heaven. After the fact that he didn't he did all that shit, see that's horse shit to me. Don't jive with me. Oh my god! <laughs> that shit kicking honky. What that's the my, fuck. That, that's my Steve Austin show impression. <laughs> Swig a beer for my Steve Austin show impression. Crack a couple of Steve Wasers for gay marriage. <laughs> <laughs> One margarita. <laughs> Three beer. Four beer. Canada on the rim. Canada's most popular export. Rob fucking Ford. Oh, Mayor God. Ford won't be breaking bread with retired professional wrestler the Iron Sheik. After all, Sheik posted a message to Twitter on Saturday afternoon suggesting that he and Ford would both appear at Belly Buster Subs on King Street on at 3 p.m. But Ford's chief of staff Dan Jacobs promptly told CP24 that Ford has no plans to meet with Sheik and wasn't even aware of the stunt. Oddly enough, this isn't the first time the 72-year-old Iron Sheik has tried to meet Ford. In November, he showed up at City Hall amid the height of Ford's crack cocaine scandal and attempt to challenge him to an arm wrestling challenge, though Ford never left his office, and Sheik eventually left the premises after calling Ford out uh, in an animated interview with, uh, uh, with reporters. Sheik is in town promoting a documentary about his life that is screening at the Hot Docs Film Festival. Oh, we're gonna hear. Was it good- Be- was it Belly Buster Subs that uh, that Beefcake tried to get in the in the city hall with with his hedge clippers? Oh Jesus, probably. <laughs> he was trying to get in there, and he's like trying to promote this sub company at the same time. Like, I just want to go talk to Rob Ford. Clip, clip, clip. Yeah, he's- and they're like, you can't bring those in the mayor's <laughs> office. I'm gonna say he's carrying a deadly fucking weapon, that dipshit. God, I hate that guy. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, that was. It. I just googled that. You're right. Uh, same, same sandwich shop. <laughs> I got a, I got a little bit of news here. Um, shout out and get well wishes to former guest as well as uh, WHE and WWE Hall of Famer Black Bart, who recently had surgery to increase the blood flow in his legs. So uh, get well, heal up, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. Thoughts are with you, man. We- yes. We hope we hope you recover fast and can Re- be back on the show. Recover fast and come back and talk to us because we had a lot of fun. Damn right. I'm right. Yep. Next on the news. That's all of it. That's it. That's all the news. Yeah, I tried to keep it slim and 
it's a little bit <laughs> slimmer this week. Uh, there's a lot of shit that always pops up. Angry Angry Marks does a good job. They report everything, but we don't want to talk about everything. Right, right. I, th- I think I hit almost all of the main stuff. Anyone else got ones that I forgot? That's all the stuff I know about it. This that's all the stuff I've read about this week. I think so. I don't think there's anything we're missing. Uh, so I think we're good. Sounds good to me. Plus, my wife's waiting for me to pick her up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. you're gonna be in trouble. No, okay. I'm not. She you said, "Pick up your wife, or she break your back, make humble." No, she says, "When when you're done, come get me." So <laughs> I said, "Okay, when I'm done." <laughs> I'm not done yet. I'm done when I'm done. I'm done as soon as the podcast goes up online. That's when I'm done. <laughs> well, on that note, then huh? I guess we should maybe just call this a day. I, I think we will. In fact, she's yeah. messi- she's messaging me right now ah, as we speak. So, let's get the theme music going. Let's get out of here yes. at Board Wrestling Fun on Twitter, uh, on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. I am at Think So Joe George at Punish seventy eight. Mark at Mark underscore Noise at Random Redhead for JT at G of the Internet at Board Wrestling Fun. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and don't buy the network. I got <laughs> likes. I can make it rain. <laughs> Oh, okay. She said don't come get her till 6. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We ended the show for nothing. We're going an extra two hours. No, we're not. (laughs) No, I'm going to bed. (laughs) Good night. And have a pleasant tomorrow.